years. The youngest child I ever taught was four. And it's probably tough. It was very challenging. <laughs> One time in the middle of How the lesson. How long of lesson? 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Okay. And this girl, when like she stood up in the middle of the lesson and she was like, I want to dance crazy. And I was like, you want to dance crazy. Okay. Like now? And she was like, yes, now. I'm like, Can we wait? Uh, okay. Like, and then you're like, I'm getting paid for nowhere, this shit. So. Out of nowhere. Just yells this at me. Like stands up out of the chair with like conviction. Like I want to dance crazy now. So I let her because like she's you four. Have to. So I was like, I get was it out. Kind of thinking to myself like if I was in that scenario, I'd be like, it's not a bad idea. It's Sharkcast Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. And we are the one podcast that does podcasty things. I couldn't think of anything, boy. Sorry. Yeah, that was a terrible yeah, intro. We, That's we, not we, your best one. Fucking, dude. you know, you bring something to the table. <laughs> well, I never get the opportunity. Well, only because it's my job. Um, I'm Jeff, and you are Daniel. Jack. And Joshua. And uh, we have a very special guest, Detroit's critically acclaimed acupuncturist. Carmel. <laughs> That's false information. No. Are you sure? <laughs> what, Carmel, what got you into acupuncture? <laughs> well, I was when I met you, I was like, I'd really like to put some needles in that guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, uh, I have that effect on people, actually. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm kidding. No, no. she's singer-songwriter Car- Carmel Liberty, right? Liberty, yeah. Liberty. There's no M in there. But people always put the M there. Yeah. I'm not How's sure. I'm not sure why. L I B U R D I. Oh, so there's not even an Oh, M. trust me, I'm not a very smart man. I get Lombardi a lot too. I think yeah. because hmm. it's a common Italian last name, so everyone's like, oh, she's a Lombardi. Yeah. Liberty. Liberty, yep. Right on. And so that, ex- <laughs> that explains your photography. The Little name. Birdie. Oh my gosh, you guys know about that. Oh, uh-huh. yes. Welcome to Sharkcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is that? Is you just do photos? With that, or is it like digital? I was. It's like a combination. I it started. I used to do photography a lot in high school, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have a name for it. And I did enough of it to where I was like, I should call it something. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had the ambition of having a magazine of some kind, which didn't happen. But I called it Little Birdie Productions because I also do visual art and like graphic design stuff. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. So yeah, I kind of wanted to leave it open ended. And just give it like a blanket name, but then mostly now what I just do is design and photography. Nice. Wouldn't it be cool if like magazines, like I know they're still out there, yeah, but when dead. was the last time? Pretty much, pretty much. And on top of that, there's a reason I like magazines. I like the idea of having magazines, like a magazine you're into. Mm-hmm. And what I found out about magazines is I fucking haven't bought one in ages. But when you open, there's like the first fucking like 20 pages are all ads because that's what funds mm-hmm. the magazine because a magazine actually is not profitable enough for a store to sell, even though they're like nine bucks these days. Are they? Yeah, they're not cheap, man. Like a magazine used to be cheap. You can still get like people and all those like other, like all the celebrity tabloid magazines really cheap, but it's like, you know, that's a whole other thing. I think Pe- the- those are probably still popular. 
Yeah, well, yeah, they keep them at that, that impulse buy section of the yeah. grocery store right uh-huh. at the checkout. Like, I like the idea of, of magazines. Something I, in your hand. Yeah, me too. Something in your hand that's not on a screen. An online magazine is good too, but I mean the in-person. I don't know. There's just something about, I still collect like, I collect a lot of old shit, like records and Go on. like sheet no music way. and including magazines like mm-hmm. old even though i don't typically end up playing what's on the sheet music i like kind of have this thing for collecting like the artifacts like of the past like even but like ordinary or obscure things that yeah. aren't really like important like stuff that costs like 25 cents just because it's like a representation of something that existed at a certain mm-hmm. time that we don't have now and like yeah i love that stuff i don't know i just think it's cool and there's just something about having it like in your hands to look at like if you don't have the internet or you don't have your phone, like to just have like an archive of like weird shit sure. or like cool stuff that you sure. like. And yep. I don't know. Sometimes it's nice to have someone narrow things down for you. Like if you're, let's say that you found like a surf punk band or whatever that you like, you know, that one band and you could go on a YouTube hole or whatever, or yep. you could buy a magazine that is like about like punk subgenres and you could like learn a ton of stuff about it. And you could loan it to your buddy. Exactly. Yeah, it's not, yep. it doesn't have the effect of you like, if I get a like talk any MMA, you and I, mm-hmm. I get dude. You gotta check this out. I bring it over here, and I, it's not. Well, like, you can like send. Links. I can send you the link, but where's the fucking? Uh, the, but it's so quick. You just look at it briefly, or at least I do. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. I don't usually read like a whole article about. Yeah. Something. But uh, Jeff is collects a shit ton of comic books. Yeah, I'm a so comic book like, collector. I've cool. been collecting comics since I was a wee lad. I was doing it before school. <laughs> Just saying. Actually, you, actually, or were you doing it when it was cool? No, it wasn't cool when I was doing it. And still, like when I think about it, I still think like this is pretty fucking nerdy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, well, it is. So yeah, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Killing Joke, which I know is actually kind of like I think it's like nice. a graphic novel or nice. something, isn't it? It's con- not really considered like a comic book. It, right? it's, it's it's a comic book, yeah. But it's like a more that's like the first thing I read that made me feel like whoa like I could probably like like reading. Comic you were like books. whoa yeah. this is fucked up. That was one of it my first. It was fucked up, but I really liked the like I don't know it was a cool story and I saw the movie they made like I, I, wanna, I, I did not see it. I I don't was know good? why they did it was, that. You know I, I heard it was see, all right. I couldn't get past it was the one cool. scene. I could see what um, with um, Supergirl in it. Batgirl and Batman boning. <laughs> Spoilers. They fuck. See, I'm not. When it's the really fuck bad. did that happen? Like, well, here's what's even more messed up. He shoots her. He goes to her house and shoots her yeah. like in the pelvis and then shoots like rapes who? her. Batgirl? Joker shows up at Commissioner Gordon's crib. Not it's really knowing, bad. It's not horrible. It's, it's, it is really bad. And actually for its for the day and age, it was written like 84. Or something. Correct me on that, nerds. Um, Eighty-four or something, and uh, he shows up at her at Commissioner Gordon's oh crib. Oh she's looking it up. And uh, <laughs> we have. The why technology. are we talking about? Like, why did we take it here? Like, I shouldn't what? have even said anything. I'm like, he like shoots her in the pelvis. <laughs> oh no! Jeff, one wants Jeff to hear like, this. Jeff is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gave me my no. segue. Here I go. And he blasts. Like Barbara Gordon answers the door and he blasts her in the pelvis. And um, 88. 88. I was four years off. Sorry, nerd. Suck it. Uh, 
And then he just does bad things to her body as she, like her uh, paralyzed body. It's really bad. It's really horrible. It's horrible. Okay, it the is movie dark. it doesn't depict it as bad as probably the novel does. It's honestly it's very dark. Like I'm not saying like I was like this is my favorite comic, but like it, it's not my favorite you one. Were like, this is comic books. But, She's no, like, like I like this. It's like the first. <laughs> but it's like the first one that I read. It was like the first one that I actually sat For down sure. and read a whole comic, and I was like, okay. Who in the fuck gave you that one? Like here you go. Um, my friend Al, he had Al. it at his house. Is that the only one you had? Jeez Louise. Well, he had this whole well, pile. she liked it. I so guess. <laughs> it worked. Well, she's a, she's a psycho. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say, obviously, there's certain parts that you don't, like, like. It's like when you- It's, it's just like, a good story. Like, it when you watch that movie, it was like called My Girl, where the kid dies. And, With Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Yeah. Like, no one likes that. But, like, you like that movie. It's yeah. nostalgic. But no yes. one likes that it's part funny. of it. It's funny you bring that up, because Some my friend- probably do. My friend Laura <laughs> loves that movie. It is a good movie. It's good. I haven't seen it since I was a child, though, so maybe I shouldn't, like, endorse it, because- because I well, don't really she, remember. She has, two, little, she has two little girls and she watched it with it and like, she's like, same results. They were crying. And I was it like, why really did you upset just, me as a child. Why did you just set, like, set your kids up to like watch it to cry? Fox and Hound though also always yeah. got me as a kid. That was like the big, I could probably oh, yeah. would still cry watching Okay, that well, we're on the subject. What's the first movie and this is for everybody that made you cry? The first one oh. that you were like, oh, did we oh talk that's about this? hard. Do we talk about this? No. I but know what mine was. I don't remember my first one. Oh, I, know I know a movie that I have cried. I remember my first one. <laughs> He's like, there's one movie that I there's cried. Hardball. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Oh movie? yeah, with Keanu. No. With Keanu and the, and the little kids. Yeah, the little kid gets shot and it's fucked up. G baby. Yeah, in the, uh, they're in the hood and he's like teaching this hood. Wait, Hardball. that is so sad. sad. It is sad. Dude, so sad. So sad. It's, well, I was it's bad. In my room. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's a baseball movie with you. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, mine, I remember. I was a little kid, and I never, the idea of like crying at, to like watching a movie was beyond me. And it actually had like a happy turnout. It was Homeward Bound. Mm. When Shadow's like stuck in the pit, and he's like telling Chance. Michael J. Fox's dog character to like just go and take care of the family and he's like trying to get out and he can't and I'm just like a little kid and I'm just like <sighs> yeah it's, I'm honestly a very sensitive person so like especially as a child like I didn't have as much of a filter for it like now I've learned how to You've be a less blocker. sensitive like a yeah, little yeah, but yeah. as a kid it was like like literally I probably cried like a lot like I remember watching on um, the gremlins and oh. there's a scene where like Gizmo's like stuck in a vent or something and he's like I literally cried I was like poor Gizmo no. it was like I thought it was or Bambi I think Bambi's probably one of the Bambi. first ones right there because yeah, Disney did. movies were some of the earlier ones that I watched mm -hmm. and I most of them have death in them and so I think yeah. that probably a Disney movie was the first one that made me cry but I could be wrong I don't know which one probably yeah, I mean it's tough to say the first. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of movies. But. She's like, I've seen a lot of movies that made me cry. Yeah, no, really, though. There's a lot. I mean, I don't know. My brother wasn't allowed to watch Disney movies. My dad was like, well, Disney's not perfect. You can't watch this one. Really? Yeah, but Whoa. I was allowed. <laughs> Is your brother can, older or younger? He's older. So they, like, loosened the policy, you know? Yeah. So they were like, all right, yeah, fuck it. Let her watch the pervert movies. They're like, we can distort your mind, but we'll, like... What's, uh, your, what's your favorite Disney movie? Um... There's when a wrong answer to okay, this. All right. There's Aristocats and 101 Dalmatians Ooh, were my faves as a kid. Good choice. The Aristocats is like a tie. Okay. But I also liked out of the princess movies, of course, I liked those. I think yeah. it was like 
Mulan. Mulan. Was like my favorite princess. Let's get down to business <laughs> to defeat the Han. Yep. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I think I've said the same. We, we've like talked about Disney movies. We've talked about this on previous episodes, but if you could pinpoint your favorite Disney song. She's like, fuck, this one separates the men from the boys. Do you, That's co- hard. Do you cover any Disney song? I did learn how to play Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. That's a good nice. But I don't play it a lot. And I did a mashup of it, um, like Summertime by Billie Holiday, the yeah. Billie Holiday version, I should say. She didn't write it, but yeah. uh, the Billie Holiday version of Summertime mixed with the Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. I nice. like combined them. But, uh, but no, I haven't learned a lot. I really, wow. There's so many. I mean, Cruella de Vil is a classic. Ooh, that is a good one. That was kind um, of a sexy tune. <laughs> it's got that whole thing. Yeah. I liked the jazzy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood had some bangers, but that I think are <laughs> under, you know, underappreciated. Never um, re- heard a Disney tune referred to as a banger. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. What's, what's the Hercules one? I can go the distance. Wait, what about? I no, feel no, like no. we. Oh no, 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 the, no! That one the was You mix the melody. I suck at Disney movies. It's um. I know. I uh, can go the. Di- wait, no. What is it? What is it? What I is know. It? I will find my way. Yeah. I can go, go the distance. Yeah. No, you know what's a better one though is the one that the muses sing in the beginning. Okay. The Hercules. Yeah, the gospel one. It's so fucking sweet. Good. I like. I like a Jungle Book. I want to be like you. Oh, that's an excellent choice. You know what? Okay, here's what messed me up though. When I was in high school, I had this digital imaging teacher. Wait a minute, you went to high school? Had us watch. (laughs) I did go to high school. (laughs) When I was there, (laughs) I had a digital imaging class and. Our teacher had us watch this documentary about Disney and um, all these different people's theories about why Disney is racist and sexist mm-hmm. and pedophilic. And the please, I, I haven't heard this. I'm well, like, because so all of the creatures are sexualized, like all of them, like the little small bunnies and all the little birds. Like there's always like a sexy like lady bird and it's always like a like a horny dude bird or whatever, even though they yeah. don't really say it overtly. Like the bird's got like lipstick and she's like, wow, 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 you know, mm-hmm. so they always have this. But there's little small things and it's a children's movie. So why the yeah. hell is that in there? So they're like, that's kind of messed up. And then do you think it's messed up? I guess, like, when it's put that way, it doesn't when sound you, great. So when you put it in that context, it like, like, was the idea in your head? Not before, no. I mean, I guess I had thought before, like, well, that, you know, that's kind of like... But I guess I always thought of it as something that they put in for, like, the adult who watches the movie. Like, yeah, it sure. gives it, like, an adult edge, I guess. Like, a lot of old cartoons had stuff like that. Oh, like yeah. the sexy um, birds. There's well, like it's a, like the Looney Tunes of the smoking yeah. shit is... There's an episode of That's Betty Boop and Felix cool. where she goes to the dentist and then she takes laughing gas and gives some to Felix and then everything in the dentist starts talking and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like... Awesome. Uh, and Felix the cat. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, did you know yeah. that uh, Betty Boop was Felix based off of a, a black singer? I did. Yeah. Well, actually, I heard she was originally supposed to be a dog. Ooh. And that's why they, she has the hoop earrings because they drew her with little ears. Ooh, I didn't know that. I'm into like it goes look with up a picture yeah. of her. Let's it goes with like comic books. I'm just into like uh, animation, like especially like old school animation. But uh, yeah, but, Disney man. I don't know. I think that in a way it like exposes kids to sexuality. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's hard when to say. When I was say. watching, I never thought. That, See, there's but, a. We've talked about this before. So okay, the hoop earrings that kind of look like uh, dog ears. 
I there's a lot of Disney movies I didn't watch, and mainly because like the princess movies, I don't I haven't seen any of them. You honestly though, they're not. You should watch one. You haven't I, seen which ones? Any of the princess movies? You haven't seen the Little Mermaid? <laughs> it's Fuck a no! Brilliant film. Aww. No, no. One of my reason, favorite. <laughs> one of the best soundtracks of Disney movies. The reason is, is I seen, <laughs> and it's so funny. Oh my gosh! It's so funny. Actually, I'm coming to this realization. It's so funny, and I didn't want to watch it because it was about a girl. I wanted to watch things wow. that were about yeah, dudes. I was really sexist as a little boy. Well, as a little boy, that makes sense, I guess. So yeah. now it's funny because uh, I used to watch my nephew quite often, and Brave was on. Uh, mm. On demand. When Brave, yeah. Does she have long hair? Yeah, yeah, long, long red, red hair. hair. And I heard it was a really good flick. So I'm like, hey, Vinny, let's watch Brave. And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? And here I am fucking talking with a little kid. I'm like trying to like rule it out. Like, well, why not? Give me your, give me your thoughts on I this. I had a sister. So and I he's was like, watching all those. He, I had a sister, but she fucking, she was six years older than me and wanted nothing to do with me until I was growing up. Love you, sis. <laughs> and, um, it's actually her kid. And he's like, I don't want to watch Brave. And I was like, D-. I'm trying to tell him, like, Vincent, it's, this is a really good movie, dude. It's got a lot of accolades to it. <laughs> I talk to him like he's an adult. It's got great reviews. He's just, you know, he's a little person. I'm just trying to help him out. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, why don't you want to watch it? And he's like. It's a girl movie. Exactly. And there's a girl in it. I don't want to watch a movie about a girl. So we watched. That's just, so stupid. What did you want to watch? He's a kid, though. I mean, I, I'm yeah, like, right. what a dumbass. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> He was a dummy in the movie. <laughs> the movie that we watched is we watched, it was called Valor, and it was about a stupid fucking pigeon, and I hated it. And then we watched Cars 2, and I hated that one I too. I hate Cars. Like and that. this is my, this is, I'm a fucked up individual because I couldn't enjoy Cars because I couldn't get over the fact is like, who makes the Cars? Like, who's made this world? God. I guess. I guess. I don't God. fuck it. I couldn't get over it. And I'm like, and like I'm even telling myself, like it's a children's movie. Just, just roll with it. <laughs> so, we we just took a, a hard left to Disneyland. <laughs> we did. I was like, wow. I was just about to say, like, should we get to another topic or something? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. But okay. So when did you start playing music? Did you play in school? Because me and Josh are are uh, school players. Josh actually has a degree in music. Oh. Oh, fancy. That's why he wears a suit. I like to I play. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the suit. Uh, there you go, Garth. My Both my parents enjoy music and like musical theater and like art in general. So I was exposed to it really young. Like my dad had me in piano lessons when I was like five and I hated it. But it's not because I didn't like music. I just like didn't Wait, like lessons. music lessons? Yeah. Like what kind of music? Piano. Lesson? Oh, piano okay. lessons. And uh, I, my teacher was kind of, she was pretty mean. And it's I didn't, never... It's never like it's, encouraging for your teacher no. to be mean. No, and I didn't kid. like reading sheet music and I didn't really like having to practice. I mean, I was five, so it makes sense. Yeah. And I actually teach music now, so I kind of get it. And I try not to be like so that. So you like teacher. mean to children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so I started when I was five, but I kind of took a pause as far as playing piano. I was really into singing. And I always liked that. And I did dance for like nine years. So just music was always a part of the deal. But I didn't really start to like want to become like a musician, I guess, till I was maybe like 13 or something like that. Or like 12, 13. That's young. Well, um, to go with what you're saying is uh, 
you, your parents put you in piano lessons, which is kind of fucking dope. But you being a little kid is you didn't want to do it. You were more or less forced to do it. So that already were puts you us- forced to do it. Or, uh, I wouldn't. I don't think I fought just, it real hard. I yeah. think it was more like he was like, "Okay, you're taking piano lessons, and like, let's see how this goes." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, it was something you had to do. It was like kind of. Well, my dad, I liked playing piano, and like my dad used to like sit it? down and play. Oh yeah, absolutely. I went back to piano lessons when I was like nine or so for a few months, and then I started playing piano by ear, like maybe in like eighth or ninth grade, and I okay. wrote like my first like official like piano song yeah. in my freshman year of high school. What so. was it called? Let's Take This Outside. Awesome. It's it's a very nice. wordy... Actually, when I first started writing songs, they were pretty much all piano songs. I okay. didn't play guitar that much yet. Like, I was more comfortable with piano because it was my first instrument. Yeah. Um, and the guitar was kind of, like, new for me. But then now I pretty much only play guitar mm-hmm. and, like, stringed instruments, and I almost never, like, bring the piano out live. Because, do, you believe, do, you, do you believe that the piano is a stringed instrument or is there, do you believe it's it a percussion, percussion oh, instrument? man. But well, it has strings. I feel like it's kind of, bo- it depends. Cause like if, I mean, an acoustic piano has got the mallets, which technically uh, makes it a, percussion. a percussion, but it also has strings You're also striking that the keys. So, I mean, I guess it's both. Can mm-hmm. it be both? It goes yeah. both ways. It's totally it's bisexual. Both. It's fine. <laughs> by instrumental. <laughs> by instrumental. There you go. So, so do you play the marimba? No. <laughs> because uh, our skunky boy Josh. <laughs> What's up? He is a marimbist. A marimbist. He used to be. Used to be. He it's been years. Be. I haven't played in one day, buddy. Five or six years. One day you'll have your one hands day, on a buddy. again. I swear to God, that's going to be the best day ever. I'm going to be hobbled up in a room for three weeks straight. Just you should look it. for like a shit one. I'm I've sorry. Got a melodica. I, a, what, a what? A what? Yeah. I'm sorry. There you go. What the oh, fuck yeah. is that? It's an aerophone. No, it's like, it's a tiny little piano. That has like either a like a little um like a tube connected where you blow into oh, it. Oh gosh! And so oh my word! You, so play you blow one into else? this, and then you have the key like boo doo doo doo. You know? Yeah. You blow into it. Yeah. <laughs> and how often do you use that boy? Not that often <laughs> as of late. Uh, no. Not a great solo instrument when <laughs> you're singing is not. too. <laughs> no, it is not. But it, I do own one. That's They're really fucking cheap. Bitchin'. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I, what, you what was it called? for like so, 20 bucks. A melodica. Melodica. A melodica. A melodica. So before I forget, you teach students, do you, you teach guitar or piano or both? Guitar and ukulele and beginner piano. Nice. So how, I taught one lesson to one girl. How do you make it fun for them? Uh, and how old are your students? Probably it depends. A whole bunch of different ages. The youngest child I ever taught was four. And it's probably tough. It was very challenging. <laughs> One time in the middle of How the lesson. How long of lesson? 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Okay. And this girl, when like she stood up in the middle of the lesson and she was like, I want to dance crazy. And I was like, you want to dance crazy. Okay. Like now? And she was like, yes, now. I'm like, Can we wait? Uh, okay. Like, and then you're like, I'm getting paid for this shit. So. Out of nowhere. Just yells this at me. Like stands up out of the chair with like conviction. Like I want to dance crazy now. So I let her. Because like she's you four. You have to. So I was like. I was it out. kind of thinking to myself like if I was in that scenario I'd be like it's not a bad idea. So I like. Dance party go. I like played the chords we were just learning together. Like a little progression out of them. I let her dance a little bit. But anyway she was four. My oldest student I taught was like 74 probably 75. She's uh, the least. So I've had anywhere in between there. So. What's the best age? 75. It depends on the child because I think some kids when they're nine 
uh, if they're musically inclined and their guitar is the right size, yeah, it's not bad. Some kids have really good finger strength, or if their parents had them play violin or something when they were little, like they're they already kind of yeah. Suzuki it. method going. Um, yeah, so that's cool. But I think probably it's better when they're like at least like twelve or thirteen because the hand strength's just a little more mm-hmm. on point. Like that's the hardest part. Like mm-hmm. with little little kids, is they're. Just yeah, like, they can't it's hard press to push down. down the fingers and it hurts, it hurts their fingers mm-hmm. and then they now, bitch about their fingers. Being have hurt. you heard, have you like experienced, uh, Joe was teaching a kid how to play guitar and he had no interest in it, but his parents had interest. And how often it's do you so experience miserable. that? It's so miserable. <laughs> I feel bad for them, but I feel bad for myself too. Cause it's like, it makes you feel like a really big idiot. Like I, um, I've had students who are, like, really shy, who, like, don't talk to me really at all the whole lesson, which is also awkward, but they'll, like, insist they're having a good time. I don't really know if that's true, though, because I'm, like, maybe they're just polite. But, yeah, the kids that don't want to be there, I've, it's, like, do you do anything we have differently? frank can you, discussions. Can you tell? Can oh, you yeah. Tell well, usually I'll address it. I'll be, like, do, are you having a good time? And they'll be like, I mean, like, kind of, or, like, whatever. They won't, like, really flat out, usually Sorry. they won't flat out say that. Uh, that they're not having a good time, but I'll be like, you know, what's bothering you? Like, I try to get to yeah. the bottom of this That's... and work around it, or uh, I don't know, just kind of like throw ideas at them because some kids just don't really want to. They don't want to hand it over to you. They want you to work for their, mm-hmm. you know, respect. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, "What about this? Do you like this? What about this?" And like, mm-hmm. eventually, you hit a point. Yeah, it's my weird. see. See, I was when I was doing it, I was trying to. I was almost like giving. Like, like when, I don't know. She was, she was like into it, but she wasn't like practicing all the time. Like I could tell, but I was trying to make there be a goal at the end of it because there's never like a goal at the end of it. So our goal was we were going to go and you're going to play an open mic by yourself and you're going to sing and you're going to play guitar. So it was like a goal, you know, as opposed to just like doing it just cause I don't know, your parents want to do it or whatever. Uh And, uh, I was making it like a thing where it's like, you know, when when you're sad, pick up your guitar, play your guitar. Fuck it. I've tried the you know same what? deal. Yeah. Like- and she was like pretty receptive to the the that stuff, which I thought was cool. See, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no, go ahead. You're you're on you're on, you're guest on my show. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I always find it to be a bummer when. I feel like a kid just doesn't like resonate with music. Like, yeah, she definitely resonated. She definitely was into music. She, and I think she still plays guitar to this oh, day. Oh, cool, man. That's wonderful. I mean, I have kids that are like that, but I also have students who just don't get it. Like, or like just we have different taste. Yeah. So that can be awkward. Like, if there's something that like changed my life when I was young where I heard it and I was like, yeah. holy shit, this exists. And I'll show it to someone, like one of my students, I'll be like, what do you think of this? And they're like, mm, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh. never mind, never mind. So we like, I like trying to, but I'm not there to like make them like me. I want them to yeah. be them. Yeah, so exactly. it's like, I'm more just trying to expose them to as much stuff as I can. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I have a kid who's like, I only like pop music because every other kind of music sucks. And it's like, well, what other kind of music have you heard? And they'll be like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And then like, uh-huh. well, have when you heard this? And they're like, well, no, but it's probably bad. And it's like, and I try to like show them. Like kids can be very like set in their ways. Oh, also, yeah. they're honest too. Kids oh, Jesus. will fucking tell you what's up. Uh-huh. See, um, my Joe was teaching a kid how to play guitar. Joe's his brother. My brother. And dude, you know, Joe's probably not the best no, guitar teacher. He's probably, but he's, probably, he's telling me, he's telling me. I couldn't even imagine. My, my brother Sorry, is, Joe. he's, Complete. I'm, we're opposite personalities, and 
um, he like comes home and he like sets his guitar down in his amp, sits down. I'm like, so how'd, how'd the lesson go? And he goes, well, I'm trying to teach him how to play smoke on the water. And halfway during, he was like, hey, do you have a bike? <laughs> and my brother's like, so I said, yeah, I got a bike. <laughs> and he's like, then I found we were talking about bikes for 20 minutes. And this kid doesn't give a flying fuck about guitar. He cares about bikes. He wants to be out on his bike, not playing guitar. But it was his parents that yeah. were. Little kids are more like to, likely, like older kids won't blurt out as much. Like, But like a five-year-old. I will hit you with all kinds of details that make no sense. Like you'll be oh, teaching yes. them and they'll be like, today I saw a lady and her hair was red, but also gray. And I'll be like, what? okay, <laughs> cool. And let's write a song about like, it. <laughs> it's, that's a good way to, that's a good segue. Yep. But I don't know. Some kids are just like that. Or like, um, I always had like acne growing up, like on and off. And like, so I have like scarring and like, I still get like breakouts or whatever. And this one student was like, oh, what's God. on your face? And I was like, hey, um, you little piece of shit. It's acne. And like, what's acne? It's like, well, you're nine. So you don't know yet. But Give it like, a few years. After you hit puberty, you can get blemishes on your face. And he's like, well, do you wash your face? And I'm like. Yeah, I wash my face. Fucking prick. I'm like, it's not about how me being clean or not. It's just like yeah. what my body yeah. does. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, why does it like freak you out or something? And she's like, no, I was just wondering. And I'm yeah, like, I'm oh my you. god, kids are brutal. No filter. Do you have any like, nieces or nephews? Anything like um, that? None that I hang out with. My extended family is like, we're we don't really see each other much, but uh, I do have some. But yeah. they're. You know, I'm hanging out with my nephew. I'm watching him. It's 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 opening day, and I'm watching Vince, and uh, I'm watching his cousins, and these are girls playing kids, and they're talking and they're playing this video game, and fuck, were they bad? This is a shitty day. I just turned on cartoons that had swearing. That's the only way they got him to sit down. Oh. I haven't like told them. I'm like, yeah, they may have learned some new words. You guys left me for 15 hours, oh. but um. Uh, Jeff they, babysitter. They, oh no, it was Jeff's punk rock babysitting service. It was open for oh one fucking God. day. Hey, I scored rancid tickets punk off that. I scored service. rancid tickets. Is the dude, uh, the his, the cousin Vincent? Like you want a beer? <laughs> no, Matt Weiss came over and we drank some beers. And <laughs> oh my God. But uh, so, uh, dude, they fucking asked me. They and my sister doesn't ask me. She tells me. She's like the don of the family. So, uh, they're talking and they go, yeah, he's poor. And Vincent's cousin goes, what's poor? Oh. And Vincent goes, I don't know, but I think my uncle Jeffrey's poor. Oh my God. <laughs> and I wanted to like correct him, but I was like, eh, he's hey, not. My uncle Jeffrey is poor. <laughs> he's That's not so wrong. And he's like, you got it, buddy. I'm like, yeah, uncle Jeffrey's poor that's why i'm doing this so so i can score some rancid tickets <laughs> so what are your music and music influences because yeah i was gonna ask that too good question Dan. uh and also I, I have other questions but what's it, we'll start with the musical influences what's your like favorite what's it, what's your favorite when you were growing up because i'm sure your there taste has changed many. totally when i first started playing music okay so uh when i heard bohemian rhapsody by Queen when I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13 or whatever. Sure. That to, was very inspiring to me. And we just talked about them last episode. They're a great oh, band. That movie. Mm-hmm. Did you see the trailer for that no. movie? You, you haven't seen the, the trailer, trailer for that movie? No, puppy? I have not. Oh, no. I'm, sometimes I hermit out a little bit. I miss things like that. Yeah. But well, I'll throw it on your wall if I remember. <laughs> uh, 
A band called Foxy Shazam. Ooh, Foxy Shazam is awesome. I was really into them when I was like in uh, early high school years, and they Mm kind of inspired me to, I would say, musically, which is weird because I'm solo acoustic and piano. Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing. Most of my influences are not the style of music that I play, at least when I began. It's not uncommon. So I really, when I was like in middle school-ish, I listened to a lot of like, uh, bands that people would probably not consider good that I know, but okay. um, cool. yeah. at least I mean I don't. I'm not saying they're bad, but uh, I liked Taking Back Sunday. I always found yeah. the lyrics really impressive. Are you an emo girl? And uh, when I was kids, everybody was. Come on, uh, I was never an emo. From girl. Under the Cork Tree by Fall Out Boy was an album that I was like obsessed with when I was like in sixth Fall grade, and I used to like lay <laughs> on the floor and like read the CD pamphlet while I listened to it, like read the lyrics and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, I liked Blink-182 a lot. And, oh, yeah. like, a lot of people like Blink-182. Blink-182 did really like did them. something. They, they, had a, they, they were a staple. It's true. Who, who didn't have a Blink-182 album? You ever have one, Danny? I don't know if I've ever... I had oh, a, I had I a had, couple. I didn't have like a full album, Animal but I had State. burned CDs from LimeWire. I still had cassettes that I, I ripped like- from my buddies. Yeah, every uh-huh. once in a while, though, you know, like, I'll meet someone who, like, grew up, like, with, like, punk parents or whatever, and, like, you listen to that, like, bullshit, like, I listen to, like, casualties, like, fuck you. Yeah, like, it's like, like, oh, they're, like they're like, yeah, they're just like, dude, like, <laughs> Satan's rats, dude, like, whatever. And that's cool, like, you can, like, He's, like, like point me out. Yeah, dude, I did listen People to the casualties. Like, I still listen to the casualties. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I mean, cool, there's but... nothing wrong with it. It's just, like, th- there are people who will be like, oh, I never liked Blink-182, that's, like, such, that's so stupid. Or, but, I mean, yeah. I will admit, I liked music that people can are stupid like I, Panic at the Disco bands like I liked that stuff and like the Use like My Chemical Romance the Use okay, were fucking one, awesome you're amongst MCR I fans. used to tease the. I was the, that punk rock dude in high school that would tease the MCR kids and my brother and then it. he listened to a fucking album boom eyeliner boom <laughs> eyeliner are you kidding me I'm super fucking emo mode and I'm just I, just, I still listen to MCR they make great music the first some um, like punk bands I heard were like Rancid, Choking Victim, and Dead Milkmen. They were wow. the first punk wow. bands I Those heard. Those are great bands. Those are like the starters for me. And then but yeah, so that was like emo MySpace scene band. I like but I mean I listened to other stuff. It wasn't just sure. that. I also liked a lot of like Motown and like my dad and mom both like show tunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I grew up in the nineties, so I loved a lot of grunge and nineties oh. music always, like Third Eye Blind yeah, and like Nirvana and all those bands. Dude, Pearl Jam's one of my favorite bands of all time. Actually, I get teased about it a lot. Uh you know her Cassie, Cassie Mathis. Yeah. She teases me all the time for <laughs> listening to Pearl Jam. Even flow. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. I, I can't do it. Whatever. I guess Sometimes some I might tunes. check with that. But, oh, there you go. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, so lots of stuff growing up. But like yeah. as far as songwriting, I think lyrically, all that stuff and hip hop. Actually, weirdly yep. enough, I've um, noticed that on your because uh, I was creeping on your Facebook before you came over because I was like, I gotta fucking figure out what this what makes this chick tick <laughs> and like. <laughs> You got some hip hop, or maybe it was Instagram. I don't fucking know. Either way, yeah. there was there was a hip hop influence there, which so is what do you not- what do you into now? Oh man! Well, as I got older, like my dad was born in the '30s, so some wow. of the first songs I learned how to sing how were old like is he? he. Well, he's no longer with us. He would be like, uh, like eighty or something, eighty-two wow. or something That's like that. Kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I don't know. But he it's definitely different. So he exposed me to a lot of older music as a kid. Shit. Yeah, totally. Shit. I wish I could that's talk to him about two, that's stuff. That's two yeah. world wars, a Great Depression. He's seen some shit. Just one world war. He was war. around. Oh, that's just one? Just world no, war two, right? Are you sure? Yeah. Well, in Vietnam, I guess, you could consider 
He was in the Korean War as a court reporter. Oh, really? Damn. Uh, yeah, well, not as a court reporter. As a reporter, he was a court reporter. Later. I forgot uh, to ask like you, so I'm going to ask you now. Where are you from? I was yeah. born in Detroit, Michigan. Right on. Detroit. So my well, my grandparents on both sides came here from Sicily in southern Italy. So I'm a second generation. Nice. Um, I'm very proud of my heritage. Yeah. No, but, that's fine. Be proud of it. Um, Here, but, here's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is this is an. Uh, my mother's side of the family is Italian. My dad's side of the family is Norwegian. Oh, what a mess. And, uh, yeah. And as you can see, I took the Norwegian side. That's the genes that I took. But I... Now, this is something that an Italian man told me. And he asked me, do you like sardines? Oh, me? Yeah. I thought you were, like, quoting Yeah, me. I know. That's I, what it seemed no, like. No, 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 I'm asking you. <laughs> it was like, he I said never... to me, do you like sardines? <laughs> and I was like, my God, no. <laughs> okay, so I've That's never... What I, thought I don't know if I've ever actually tried sardines out of a can. No, try. I'm... Try my It's crackers. not something that I want to try, though. Not anchovies. Not anchovies on a pizza, but just sardines. Sardines. So why do you ask? Sounds fucking terrible. Because I was told that all Italians love sardines. I don't love them. I like them. Well, people always think that Italians are all about the meatballs and, uh, which is like not totally false. I'm all about the spaghetti squash. But it's not squash. like a thing. It's like, it more, like, especially Ooh. with Sicily, like it's more of a seafood region. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not as much of like a red sauce, like meatball yeah, kind yeah. of deal. But, um, I've never been there like as an adult. So I, or as a child even, what am I even saying? I was I've never say, been did there. Did you go there as a, as a, as a child? No. And, uh, no, I've never gone. I would love to. My mom can still speak Sicilian, but I don't really, I learned Italian in school. So like, Nice. And I, but I don't really use it, so I'm not like fluent anymore. But I can read sure. it, and I can read some Spanish, and I can sometimes understand my mom. But the dialects are really different. It's mm-hmm. like crazy. Different. And you can speak Spanish. It's like Latin-based countries. If I, I can understand Spanish mm-hmm. pretty well if it's Mexican Spanish. For some reason, like actual Spain Spanish is like too fast for me. I think. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's confusing, but like if I go somewhere where there's like Mexican people that speak Spanish, I can usually kind of get what's going on, but I don't know, it but I can't like speak. so hard to learn another language. I, I feel, feel like it's it such, such a, easier as a kid. The grammar is hard. Yeah. The grammar is like the worst part. It seems like it would be so I just, I just, fucking uh, crazy to over the to weekend I went to Motor City Comic Con and I, I met an artist that I was, that I'm really into and he's Scottish and he's so Scottish. I couldn't understand him, but on that same note, I was so fucking Midwestern Michigandian that he couldn't understand me and it was just like it's a thing this sucks Both like, speak do you like sardine language <laughs> I asked oh, I feel like I, sh- I didn't um, I should rope myself around back yeah. to what you were asking me initially yeah. um, I brought up my dad because like he taught me some of the first songs I learned were from like the 20s or 30s so like probably the first one he taught me was a song called Five Foot Two and okay it's an old, like, a little ragtime song, mm-hmm. and I, like, performed it for a Girl Scout talent show. Nice. And, uh, and he taught me, like, other, like, jazzy stuff, like Nat King Cole, and, like, he taught me a Patsy Cline song. So, like, but I didn't listen to, like, other Patsy Cline songs as a kid. It was just, like, I yeah. learned the one. Yeah. And, uh... But so I don't know. So I always had that, and now as an adult, I've explored some of that stuff more. So I really like a lot of older jazz and uh, like vaudeville blues and stuff. Like we had Kyle on here before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is part of the reason why I'm here, actually, because you yeah. guys all brought up like that. Well, you, you guys, uh, what was that tune that you and Kyle did? That uh, come on in, mm-hmm. come on in, ain't nobody here but me. Yeah, I. That's how I like. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Who is this chick? 
Yeah. So I started digging and you're on YouTube. And- How did you meet Kyle? Oh, I have known Louie Bedalement for a while. Uh, I taught his so sister drum and, lessons. Did you really? Yeah, Rose. Mary Dude, Rose. He's got the most adorable sibling. Yeah, she she was awesome. Yeah, she's a she's a very sweet little girl. I haven't seen her in a long time. But yeah, so I knew Louie and Austin and so I had seen Raw Dogs play. Yeah. So like I knew Kyle existed, but like I we didn't really oh, he's like a thing. he's a thing. We didn't like speak really. Like I just kind of like saw him around. I was like, oh, there's a shirtless guy. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. Yep, that's him. <laughs> I was like, yeah. so that was like who Kyle was. But then um, Neil Patterson from Downtown Brown. Do you know that band? Yeah, yeah you're playing with them, aren't you? Yeah, they're so dope. And yeah. he and I are friends. We played with them before. The not Pool Sharks, but the other band that I was in. Yeah, they're cool. They are cool. And I did a Strokes cover with Neil that Kyle saw. And Kyle was like, whoa, you're a good singer. So he messaged me and we like, he wanted to jam. And it's cool because, like, I, like I said, I'm into lots of like anywhere from like 20s to 40s, really, like blues, jazz, ragtime, whatever. I love that stuff. So, you a Muddy Waters uh, fan? What'd you say? You a Muddy Waters fan? Mm -hmm. I don't like his with the full band as much. You know, he invented electricity. No, he did not. But I mean, he invented a whole other way of using it, I suppose. There you go. But yeah, so he hit me up like we should jam. And then he threw all these like um, old like standards at me and stuff. Like, let's do St. James and Fermi. And I was like, what? Because I didn't know him at all. So I just knew him as like Raw Dogs, dude. So I was like, he was dropping all these like obscure like folk blues songs on me. And I was like, okay. So we started jamming on like older tunes together. And our friendship grew. (laughs) (laughs) Noise. No, I get I get hung up on songs, and the one that you and Kyle did, the "Ain't Nobody Here But Me," I think I, I get hung up on songs and I'll fucking listen to it. Did five you hear the original? Around. I have not. I don't know who. You I don't should. know who performs Harem it. Scarums. Harem Scarums. I don't know who performs it. I didn't know until just now. Yep. So yep. I'll definitely look that one up. They're kind of like a one-hit wonder. I feel I can't. There's like no other. I tried to look them up, but there's like a all-girl like know that song rock. Or did he know that song? Or did um, you both know? Did he, he say that he found it in a YouTube, YouTube hole? And uh, yeah, like we kind of both just like share songs with each other all the time because we're both into the same stuff, but we end up like on different ends of it sometimes. So we'll like, whenever we find something cool, we kind of just share it. No, that one was cool. We're always kind of trying to turn each other onto stuff. So yeah. now, not only do you play piano, guitar, whatever that, what was it called? Ukulele? Melodica. Melodica. Ukulele. Do you also play the lute or is that a mandolin? Um, I've got a mandolin at home. I'm not like a master yet. I've, the mandolin's it's kind of hard. It's weird, yeah. Do you play banjo? It's, I do play. I have a banjo too. I have a banjo. Banjo's supposed to be hard. That's well, what I've heard. That banjo's it depends hard. On, it depends how you play the banjo. Yeah, you can play the chords. It's easy to play the chords. Yes. I heard Which banjo's I can hard. Play the chords. You have to finger pick like properly. Like yeah, like proper banjo is supposed to be pretty tough. I know this girl named <laughs> Libby DeCamp, and yeah, I know she's her. or I don't know her, but I know you know of her. her. Yeah, her. She's I've got a great, great voice and a great band, and she's a Definitely like fantastic banjo, banjo player. Mm-hmm. Banjoist. She learns like all the <laughs> she learns all of the old like standards on the banjo, like old folk stuff, and mm-hmm. like it's so cool. She's yes. really great what prompted you to pick these instruments up that's a good question i guess for a guitar was my, it just out like, of curiosity or yeah a little bit i mean at least with my mom had this old acoustic guitar that she played on in the 70s and so i used to like you know dick around on that a little bit and i guess i just kind of there was like music that i really liked i listened to a lot of like like rock or whatever you want to call it so that's all guitar based yeah uh-huh. yeah so i was like man i kind of wish i could play some of this stuff yeah and the first song i learned 
was like, I mean, I learned how to play like Seven Nation Army, so I'm like weird, That's easier. How, what I learned how to play Seven the Nation first Army. Song. The first the real song I learned was the Sweater Song by Weezer. Awesome. <laughs> I love that band. You, I like, do. I, I have no I have band. no qualms with Weezer. No. I mean, I'm just in general like I'm not a super like stiff person with music. There's no. never Can I blow not... your Weezer mind? Sure. Have you ever heard their cover of uh, Unbreak My Heart? No. Oh my god. Carmel. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Rivers sings his fucking ass off on that Rivers. tune. Check it out if you're a Weezer fan. Unbreak My Heart nice. by Weezer. Unbreak My Heart, I will. I have other music trivia real quick for you. So, Lead Belly, you know how uh, Nirvana did that Where Did You Sleep Last Night song? Mm-hmm. And it's a Lead Belly song. You knew that. You I did not know that. know that, no. It is a Lead Belly song. Lead Belly's old blues player. Okay. Not only did Lead Belly write that song, he also wrote House of the Rising Sun and Black Betty. Really? That Ram Jam song. Really? Mm-hmm. See, now I've always heard, and <laughs> Ram Jam, that video, is, <laughs> oh, like the name, man, man. they look all crazy. Is I, I've never known it, but I, I love like with the blues, my favorite thing about the blues is there's like a mythology to it. Yeah. And it's not just, it's not just like there was blues players. There's like folklore to it almost. Like, and I heard, now that you said that, I'm not doubting you whatsoever, but I heard that <laughs> nobody knows who wrote House that of the Rising Sun. That could be true. That could no, be true. No, I like the fact that somebody wrote Dude, it. I think maybe he made it famous. Though. Yeah. Maybe if, that's what I'm trying to say. I didn't read it. it. I just discovered but aren't you that he sang that? it. Like, and like the idea of like going down to the crossroads and, you know, yes. selling your soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. That is such a thing with like a lot of Americana music too. Like a lot of Americana that's yeah. like blues influence and stuff. They all sing about the devil and about like alcohol and like, but there's like different twists too. I mean, I have a blues compilation that I bought in Grand Rapids at this place called Vertigo Music. Just going to plug them there. It's a cool ass store. Nice. Um, but I had, I bought a blues compilation there that has a Skip James song on it. Devil got my woman, which was mm-hmm. in ghost world. So it's like a famous mm. one. But it's got that on Going it and a bunch of other world. stuff. It's got like Blind Blake and all these other old like blues players on it. And what I think is cool is like when you listen to them playing, it's like they're not like playing with any particular technique. It's like all these people that kind of just picked up the guitar and like had to make a sound. So they sure. made whatever sound sure. as they whatever, wanted to make. Yeah. Sure. And, and like uh, it's early just cool. blues like slide guitar using glass bottles and like yeah. the technique that you do. Do you do the Barely. glass bottle thing? Yeah, you do it. You do it, bud. Come on. <laughs> Come on, bud. You do it. For the, the show. The you show, do it, the bud. Show. I just like the rawness of it. I think it's, it's cool. Yes, it's very really expressive, yes. and I always found that really um, inspiring. There's something that I often hang on, like a famous blues quote um, that I often think about, and it's what uh, Jimi Hendrix said, is the blues isn't hard to play, it's hard to feel. And to an extent, he's right. Yeah, there's not like a... I think people always think of it as like a recipe, and like... There's like that like suit and tie blues, nope. you know? Like, I, I, like that's, that. I like that one too. Um, there's like like blues brothers blues, you know, where there's like a full band and there's like <laughs> you know, and everyone's got like the nice electric guitars and it's all shiny. James and like, Brown. This I, is the face of like, a blues guitarist. I don't really like that. Like modern blues per se. Yeah. I don't love what is modern blues? Stevie Ray. Who Vaughan. even? Yeah, I don't even know, honestly. Like I I've only ever seen it like modern blues. I've seen it like Against in bars sometimes. Well that's different because it's like not they're not like trying to be a blues band. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like sure. blues influence is fine. Like yeah. I don't sure. I don't have a problem with okay, anyone. Okay, how about who has uh, the Blackies? 
<laughs> See, that's cool. It's like what the, or Roots Rock, isn't that what they call Roots Rock? Yeah, is that what they know. call it? Wow. So, See, like, someone the, like the, whole the white stripes. Thing. To me, black yeah, is in the that's white stripes. Kind of blues, are, yeah. Are I would say that, but that's not what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but. I more I mean like middle-aged white say dudes. They're, they're blue, like white stripes. I wouldn't say they're. Like, I would say white stripes are, is like at the roots of it. At like the she, roots of it, though. But said. at the like everything is like like that. At the roots of, well, even at the roots of something like Black Sabbath. Is what the what do you consider your genre? Yeah, she's oh, she's pop punk grunge. I, she is. I thought thrash metal when I was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I. Um, it's changed over time, I guess. There was uh, when I put it in iTunes, I always just say I'm alternative because yeah. I don't know what else to say. I know that's. I'm like I'm alternative because if yeah. I say folk, it doesn't feel right because I don't really feel like a folk artist. Well, I but it to is you. pretty close to folk in the sense, like some of the stuff. It's like it, it's a yeah. little different. Every song's got its own little thing going, I guess. That's that's why it's so hard for me to pin down the pool sharks because I feel like all the song it the. The songs are like catering to the song, not necessarily like to I have to make this album a blues album. Like no. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. listening to both you guys is I don't, I I I couldn't pinpoint what the fuck ever you are, <laughs> yeah. and I and like I wouldn't I wouldn't ever really call you folk. It could be like Americana, but then yeah, but I, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I've you know I've listened to both of your guys' work extensively. And you know, uh, I am poppy though in like a lot of yeah, ways. Totally, but um, so have, are so are we in a weird way. Poppy's yeah. not a bad word. I feel we have to get off that like the top. I term, feel like, like that just makes it. That makes me catchy. know it's catchy. Exactly. Right. I feel like it's definitely. I've I've been called folk punk or indie folk punk or indie folk or whatever. I but indie folk to me sounds too chill to be what my music is. I feel like my music is like, but you know, a lot of times like when I go out to shows and I'll see like bands that are playing now, like newer bands, like what I do is almost like kind of dorky too. It's like kind of, there's like kind of a positive edge to it really. And like, it's kind of like fun and like, uh, can I throw it out there? Ice cream in heaven. That was fun and dorky, and I enjoyed yeah. that one a lot. It's true. Uh, <laughs> my favorite tune, if we're gonna, you know, really blow you, my favorite tune <laughs> by you is definitely not for consumption. Oh, dope! And awesome. uh, that—that's the one that I've been se- sending to everybody. What's the? I've been sending. Like, she's coming umbrella? on the show. Listen what's to this. The umbrella, something. Um, umbrella tattoo. Um, umbrella like, tattoo. That, that one's one good reminds too. me of. I hope this isn't meant to offend you because I kind of like this band. It like the lyrics. Why and without the band, it's reminded me of like Motion City soundtrack. That doesn't offend me. That's yeah. cool. I, you know what they that actually, song especially because it's like you know those like all the words and the cleverness and the, that makes a lot of sense actually. I feel like now that you say of, that, a lot of your lyrics and stuff remind me of Motion City soundtrack, which I I could always see that. liked back in the day. A lot there of was your, a song they had. Um, God, what's it called? It's like, what are you asking me for? It's not my goddamn history. What is it? Yeah. It's like an acoustic song. I heard it. But when I heard it for the first time, I was like, whoa, this sounds like a song I would write. Like, yeah. holy shit. Um, Just, I, yeah, like super like clever lyrics fun and, and fun. Yeah. And, yeah but they have with some similar topics. Yeah, like, I don't know. I really, when I first started playing music, I think that I wanted to kind of be like a pop punk band. 
um, with other people and then I didn't really find other people. So I was kind of like, I have like this weird obsession with like stuff that isn't acoustic going acoustic. I love the acoustic version of things. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make myself like the acoustic version of a band, but without there ever having been a band. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. You got to make it, you got to make it what it is. I was like, there we go. But then now I feel like I would do something kind of different. And then as I got more into punk and like heavier music, as I got older too, then I was like, man, I kind of want to rock out and like, you know, (laughs) I want to rock out. But I, <laughs> I sound like an idiot. But yeah, I kind of wanted to do that. But then I still write what I write, which isn't the most like you know heavy of stuff, sure. right? So I don't know. So I kind of get stuck in the middle between like the like folky songwriter world and like the punk world. And mm-hmm. then I also, like I said, there's a hip hop influence. But I'm nowhere near making hip hop music yeah. really with what I'm doing. Not so. yet. Yeah. I mean, um, you don't know what's going to come know. down the line. If, if, can I throw something real quick? You do a lot of like. No, Josh, you can. Shut hey, Josh. <laughs> Shut up and give me more wine. No, you go between uh, like actual sung melody lines, and sometimes you just get into like a quick little spoken spurt. And yeah. I think that yeah. that is when you say hip hop influences. That's kind of what jumped to me because you'll you'll suddenly just be more or less speaking for a quick moment, mm-hmm. and it's very rhythmic. And it's I don't know. I, I can see what you're talking about. Even it's, with the rhymes, like. Um Follow Up Boy for sure. Like I said, like when I read their lyrics, I always thought that and and Taking Back Sunday, they had really clever wording and the way that they rhymed things. They did like kind of those like slant rhymes as they call them, and hip hop does that all the time. Like people like Eminem or like Lil Wayne. Like I mean, yeah. I don't love everything Lil Wayne did, but like hey, I when feel Lil like Lil Wayne first came out. He yeah, was like fire. the Carter era was pretty cool. His and like tapes, are yeah, you absolutely, me? Fire. totally. I mean, just fire. in general, like a lot of rap artists, like I feel like they have this really like casual relationship with the English language, and they just kind of do whatever they want to it. Yeah, and so yeah. I kind of enjoyed that they can take words that don't rhyme, make them rhyme, or just make up a word so mm-hmm. that it rhymes. Or like, yeah. and so when I would write songs, yeah. I kind of I don't know. I think that that is inspiring because when you're trying to write something, you don't have to be so like the cat had a bat and it ate a rat and. Then they walked on the mat, and yeah. like you, can, you got to use the English language sad. as your own device. Yeah. So, did you ever play with a band? Uh, sometimes I play with other people, like um, my friend Mike Land. He's in a bunch of different bands. He's drummed for me. Phil Warren has drummed for me. My friend Gwen Do does any, bass. I listen to like a couple of your your things. Is there any like full band recordings? Yeah. No. No, it's just, um, it's just you and your Do you ever plan on doing something like that? Yeah, I think that would be great. It's um, the last album I just put out, Insomnia Slumber Party. I really had wanted there to be more instrumentation on that, but it just the mm-hmm. recording process ended up being a little bit slow for me. That's what I wanted to ask. About. So, since we're talking about Insomnia Slumber it, Party, is it so? Do you do it? Sorry, Jeff. Gentlemen, calm down. Yeah, Um, did you record it? Just. Like one go? Or are you doing it live. all together? I do it live. Oh, you yeah. do it live. So you yeah. play. Not like in a venue, but live. No, in the but studio. You, pl- you play and you sing yes. at the same time. A lot of guitar players, from what I gather, they can't. They have to do it that way. They have to have it's their guitar so in their hands. It's just so much better to me, like that. Are you that way, Danny? You got to go. You- I like to play them. Yeah. Separately, but I'm also doing. I mean, if I was going to do like an acoustic mm. thing, you know, sure. I'll do a scratch track like that mm-hmm. with the. The vocal. That's or a good method for and sure. Then, uh, we layer like crazy though. And then we'll depends on song. Yeah. When true. you play with that's other true. people, it's more complicated than when you're solo. Like, so, you um, know, like uh, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but just like an interesting recording, like like the, those like 1970s, like Dead Kennedys, like all live. Yeah, I think that's super live. cool. 
Like yeah. punk rock's just like meant to be. You can tell Bad Brains is live. I feel when you listen to their recordings. Are you a fan? Yeah, I mean, not, 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 you know, you some of their the stuff is fan. like too <laughs> crazy for me. Some oh. of it's just like too much. But like, HR I do a, like a lot of this HR stuff. was a fucking nut job. Some of it was just like, wow, what happened? Like, it got almost like grindcore to me at some points. I mean, it's not grindcore at all, but like, in the sense of the songs being short and like a blasty and like noisy and crazy, I'm like, this is like grindy. Just, too much just, for just, me just real fun, just, just, just for, just for fun, just for shits and kicks. Is I, uh, I just want to throw this out there to you. Um, are you a fan of grindcore? You can say no. I'm not. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I, I don't honestly know. What don't know. What the fuck how, is grindcore? I don't know how to describe it. Okay, get this. So <laughs> is that like, I was just in the car ooh, with kinda? with someone yesterday. We had this whole talk, and he was expi- he was explaining to me, like he's like, okay, because I I guess we were having we we're talking about pull, how yeah, pull, pull some kids will say like we'll thrash the when they really actually he's like, okay, there's thrash metal and thrash punk. And then there's like just straight up metal and punk and then grindcore and they're different. I think that there are some common like characteristics between them. Like a lot of like, I know like grindcore and thrash metal people just like kind of, there's like a clash. You generally be, I mean, I I guess like I shouldn't speak on it because I'm not in that. Let's listen to the song and then I'm going to see like this isn't, and we're going to rate it from a scale from one to 10. Honestly, look. So, Grindcore is typically like real fast, but I mean, this isn't that fast. No, this is. Look There's up, usually uh, like a lot of like screaming stuff. A like, lot of times, the songs are like thirty seconds long. Anal cunt. Really? Anal I was cunt. gonna suggest anal cunt anal as like cunt. an example of yeah. some form of that. Are they grindcore though? Yeah, anal cunt's grindcore. There's um a band called Minus Nine from Ypsilanti. I think they are call themselves grind slash thrash, which is weird because it's like they do kind of come like thrash punk. I think there's more structure to the songs. Like it's sure. more like punk, but it's sure. like faster, rippier, and it has like a little I don't know. And like thrash metal is the same way where it's like got that like metal shredness going on, but there's also like the simplicity of punk. But yeah. it's like mm-hmm. not to say that punk is simple, but I mean stereotypically. It, the foundation of it is. Yeah, so I was having that explained to me yesterday, but it's on, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to really, because I don't like play that music, it's like, but I mean, I have really offended someone once because I called Fuck their em. band like a, what did I call their band? I think I called Noisy. them a metal band. I was like, yeah, like your man, band's kind of like a metal. And he was like, oh, actually we're thrash punk is an entirely different genre. And I was why like, would okay, you get, okay, why would okay, you get, okay, 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 upset? That's why like would somebody you get, saying happy Hanukkah. It's like, thank you. Okay, if someone were to you call you like, hey. Or Merry Christmas and hey, you're going to get mad. You know, you're gonna I get really mad. like you. I really like you. You're folk. I really like your folk music. Would you I'd take offense like, to well, that? I'd be like, well, I don't know what to call it either. I've, people have made say, weird comparisons. Say, Thank you. Just like if somebody said Merry Christmas, even if I was, I didn't celebrate Christmas. Dude. Or if they said Happy true, Hanukkah. True, true. I'm going to say, Thank you. That's cool. Dude, I'm cool with you saying whatever the fuck you want to say to funny. me. I was you're talking, just trying to be nice. I was talking with Howard today. Howard is my buddy who works at the comic book store. And I dropped off their CD. Howard the Duck. Howard, the no, comic book Howard, guy. the guy that likes our CD, Josh. Or Josh. <laughs> well, you know, everyone's got, like, their uh, battles that they want to, like, pick and choose. Yeah. And I guess if you're in a thrash punk band, you're probably very passionate about that 
like aspect of your life. Like if someone was like, you're a really great female guitarist, I'd be like, Oh Jesus. Because yeah. it's like, that's a I dick mean, I had a friend say that once I was at the hive and like, I think it was like the manager or the owner or some important person was there. You know, right? For a chick, you do really and well. <laughs> stuff. No, it's, it's kind of what happened. So the one, like some important person at the hive was there and my friend wanted to introduce me to him. And he was like, you got to meet my friend Carmel. He was like, dude, Carmel is like the best female, like singer songwriter I know or the best, whatever he's the best female guitarist and singer that I know. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to make a big thing out of this. Cause you're trying to be nice. But at the same time, I was like, why you got to like put it like yeah, that? Like, like so am I not the best one period? I'm just like the best girl one, but like there's a dude yeah. who's better. Like, like, what do you mean? There's a dude. Out there. She's, she's, better, she's, oh no, you're she's right. on par with one of the dudes. <laughs> yeah. It know. was just weird. And I, I know, think it was a thing where say. he didn't like think about what no, he was saying. I think sure he meant like, like out of like like I don't know many women that do this, and out yeah. of the women that do, she's really great. Yeah, okay. like I got, but you I know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he's my friend, and I don't think he was trying to be rude. But like that is a thing that will happen, or like, um, I don't know. I was just having this, like this talk with someone the other day about how like there's like this weird dichotomy where. Like some people will say like it's easier to be a woman in male dominated industries and then other people say the exact opposite. And I think women would tend to agree that it's the opposite, that it's more difficult. But I think certain I feel men it's difficult. Yeah, yeah I like, feel I feel difficult too. When I was in uh, Tennessee once I saw this street performer and he was playing guitar and I went up to him and I was like, what's, what's up dude, whatever. And I was watching him play for a few minutes and I was like, you know, I play guitar too. And he was like, Oh, like you won't play my guitar or whatever. So I like, played his guitar and he was like, oh, you're actually like pretty good at guitar. Like da 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 da. Like, he was like, oh honey, like you actually play pretty well. Like calling me honey and sweetie and all this shit. Like just trying to like girl me out, you know? Yeah, so dick. then, and he was like, I don't even know how we got onto this topic, but he was just like, you know, being a female in the music industry has got to be real easy. I was like, what do you even, are you being wow. sarcastic? Like, yeah. what do you say? He's yeah. like, well, I mean, all you got to do is suck a dick and you got a record what? deal. Wow. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, okay, so you want to, do you want to trade places with you? Like to like give fellatio and, and trade for a, <laughs> now here's the you want to tell me how easy that would be? Would you like to try? Here's the thing Hot is damn. we always like, we always hear about stories just like you're saying. Like what? And like, Myself, I would never like say that to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But well, it's, it, it happens. It happens. Like, who the fuck are these dudes? Why, like, dudes? Like, dudes are shitty because of cats like that. Like, it's just weird. I mean, people, I thought it was crazy that he thought that made it easy. It's like, don't you understand that? Like, it's actually much easier if you're already accepted and respected, and like, you don't have to like give sexual favors for someone to consider your talents. Right. Like, I almost like. Like I like how female good, artists. How good can you really play oh, guitar? <laughs> no, Jesus Christ! I'm like exactly. into female artists almost more than male artists a lot of the time. Like, it I depends. Like, I mean, um, it de like, like yeah, right. it, it depends yeah, right on. Now. I grew yeah. up not really listening to women singers like almost at all. I which love, kind of embarrassing. Have you ever heard of Sylvan Esso? No. She's got the she's great. Have you ever heard of Dolly Parton? I'm gonna show you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show you her. Maybe she's not the best example. What but were you gonna say about Howard? Because you never said it, and he's if he's listening, he's gonna be like, "What were you gonna say about Howard?" <laughs> My main man Howard. Howard. What up? Let's take a break. Yeah, right. Jeffrey. Where can you listen to us? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Where else? iTunes iTunes. What do you need to do when you listen to us on iTunes? Like, subscribe, and share. That is what you need to do. Also, if you don't fuck with SoundCloud and iTunes, 
There's another place you can find us. And where is that? Google Play. Google Play. Or on Stitcher. What Stitcher else? and Dogcatcher. Go ahead. I don't know what the fuck Dogcatcher is, but Neither apparently not. But we're on it, and we fucking look good as fuck on it. My name's Carmella Liberty, and this song is called The Vine. And this is Grace over here. I'm just a fruit on a vine In the sun with all my friends I'm feeling fine But one by one Mr. Peach and Mrs. Plum Have gone away for something fun I'm sure without me But hey, at least I still got Mr. Carrot as colorful and friendly as a parrot Will they come for his life too or will they spare it And leave me here alone They wouldn't dare it Oh, I couldn't bear it But I sure would hate to rot here in my prime In the garden of a woman so divine Every day she comes to give my skin a shine But I'm pondering my ending all the time Poor Mrs. Plum, I'd hate to know of her demise Heard they baked her in a plump and juicy pie what a bloody purple mess all over Miss DeLacy's dress. The garden's lonely, but at least I've got my eyes. Yet the worst part is I don't know what I am. A kiwi or a lemon or a yam. I'm sure I got this from my mother. How I'm nothing like the others Mr. Carrot says he likes me how I am But I haven't got the courage up to tell him I heard that Mr. Lacey plans to sell him They'll cut him up and shave him Bleach him clean and then they'll save him In a freezer, in a bag, in tiny pieces but I guess that's just how humans like their carrots. Smooth and tiny makes it easier to share it. And when they come, I know I'll have to grin and bear it. Cause if I try to change his fate, I fear I'll share it. And a solo. In the sun, I got no one, but I'll be fine. I know that life is not fair, but there's something else out there. And someday I'll go and I'll leave this place behind. We 
are back. And now we're hitting the hard fucking questions. Let's ask her the question. Okay. Right now. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so we ask all of our guests on SharkCast. We have a hypothetical <clears throat> restaurant. Oh, I love this question. Okay. And you can choose your own sandwich. And it can have anything you want on it. Also, but, if but someone were to order the Carmel, there's no, Liberty, no they minus, can't change it. No minus tomato. Anything, no minus lettuce. Anything that you have on it. It is what it is. Can't be taken off. Well, I did actually make my own sandwich once that I named. Ooh, what was it called? But I don't know if it would be the one I would choose, but since I have the recipe somewhat laid out in my head, I can tell you. Well, it's a little do I want to hear that one or do I want to hear the one that's... You would choose. I think it's still pretty like solid for me. Okay. So I don't know. We'll go with it. So it's like a malty nut seed grain bread, right? Okay. Okay. So like seedy nutty bread. Okay. Toasted. Toasted, of course. Okay. Okay. So thin layers. You know what (laughs) Lebanese is? No. It's like, um, it's okay. So the technical term for it is yogurt cheese, which sounds horrible. Yeah, that's. But it's um, it's a Mediterranean (laughs) thing. I think it might. I don't know if it's like Lebanese or I think it might be Mediterranean. I don't know where it comes from. Sounds like but Lebanese Steve's stuff. back room makes it. Okay. Okay. Now so I've that, fucked with a lot of Steve's what back is room. That? I know so it's Aiden Kelly. Um. Well, no, they're not anymore. They're not there. Really? They moved. But um, there's one in Jefferson. But that's besides the point. Okay. They have this yogurt cheese stuff. So it's like it's like white creamy, like kind of yogurty, but it's kind of savory. Yeah, okay. creamy stuff. So a really thin layer of that, and then I put a little tiny bit of olive oil on that with pepper. So then I do like a little red onion, and then always a good choice. Um, I guess you could put cheese if you wanted, like some kind of Swiss, but you don't have to. You can make it vegan. Then. Okay. Um, well, no, no, I guess you no, can't. You have to. Meat. No, you have to because this is your sandwich. Okay, so I'll put some cheese on it. Put okay. like, go ahead. Swiss? No cheese. Wait, no cheese because there's yogurt cheese. No okay, cheese. No okay, cheese. Okay. I take it all back. Okay, no okay. cheese. Fuck it. Right. Okay, so then. <laughs> well, the um, yogurt cheese almost. Is cheese. So there's just like cracked pepper, like chicken, like lunch meat stuff that's like, it's like thin. Cracked cut. pepper? Okay, we know. So that thing. The pepper chicken. <laughs> so that. And then if you want to add like a little turkey, like a little pepper turkey on there. Okay, cracked pepper turkey. So then I I'm do down. avocado Ooh. with a little salt and pepper okay. and tomato. Okay. So she there's the red onion, avocado. tomato, avocado, lunch meat, yogurt, cheese, pepper, a little olive oil, salt. So that's like the whole thing. And that's deal. the caramel. I'm, it I'm could done. go in different la- a different I'm order down. if you want, but. So not a bad sandwich. Kyle's. Sorry, Kyle. Kyle's was, was terrible. And fucking oh, I remember it was like the capers and the gouda with the <laughs> something. <laughs> It's good. I know he he did the growling with the smoked gouda. That growl is like he totally. That's like a new thing for him. I feel like he like he picked it up on tour. He picked it up on tour. Yeah, it's a thing. But I um since he's been stealing the groceries, he does that. But I don't know. So I do dig that. But I like a good like uh, sandwich that has like like meats and cheeses and onion and like like lots of like spices and avocados. Always no lettuce tomato. No, that too. Yeah, like a BLT, a classic BLT is Joshua, like you do me so favor? underrated to me. I'm a big fan of oh, the BLT. Are you kidding me? See, now here's the thing with the BLT is I love the BLT, but I gotta <laughs> throw some cheese on it. Yeah, I you know some people are like that with cheese. I don't like need cheese on a sandwich, but it does add a lot. I like cheese. I need cheese on the sandwich. Okay, <laughs> so, I could just go for so there's the question. Sandwich. So like I guess like so I would beautiful answer. What that's the caramel. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. the caramel. Okay, your name. 
has really been fucking me up. Jeff is like, <laughs> I'm going to say caramel. I thought I, <laughs> I haven't like, said it yet. I haven't how? said it yet, but I thought I was going to call you caramel. No, the, sh- the show's not over, so I could still call you caramel. And then I started think like I in the Facebook messages and you getting on here is I even was half tempted to be like, is it caramel like the candy or I'm like, how the fuck do caramel like the woman? What? Yeah, like the like Madonna. Do you have a don't, dude? Look. I got a black eye, dog. Yeah, you you do. So you get beat up. Well, uh, my name is Carmel, like the city in California slash the American version of the name Carmela. Uh Like, I think for some people, if there are other Carmels out there, they probably, I could be religious too, like Our Lady of Mount Carmel or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a thing. I have no idea. That's a thing. And, uh, like for Catholic people. But, so my mom (laughs) named me essentially after, uh... A city in California, essentially. But like I said, also kind of a namesake for my great aunt Carmela. But caramel, like caramel, (laughs) has an extra A in it. That's always my defense. Like I like I told you, like I told you in the beginning. Who's named Carmel? You you know what? People have tried to correct me, like I've been like, oh, my name's Carmel. And they're like, oh, Carmel. I was like, no, no, it's not Carmel. It's Carmel. They're like, yeah, well, you say tomato, I say tomato. It's like, it's literally a different word, different word, (laughs) not the same word. But like, I'm so, sometimes I don't even correct people because I'm just like, (laughs) fuck this. Like, if I'm never going to see them again, or like, if it's like, if I'm like ordering a pizza, or like, well, give us a name. And I'll be like, sometimes I literally say Melanie or something that everyone knows. Like, Coney was, I like ordered at Coney (laughs) Island, like to go on the phone and they're like, what's the name? And I was like, Sarah. <laughs> like it's just because I get sick of it. It's like I don't want them to be like ca- Carmel uh, or Carmen or Carmela, especially because my last name flows right into my first name, Carmela Birdie. So people will think it's Carmela Birdie. It's a power name. It's a power name. It's a good name. It's a good name. Okay, so you're going on tour. Yeah, a couple, a few. You're going yeah. on a few. Hot damn! You're hitting up Two of the, them are just You're hitting ones. up the East Coast. East Coast first in June, uh, then like Midwest in July. So in uh, June, I'll hit up Philly and Brooklyn and Trenton, New Jersey. And then in July, I'm doing Chicago, Minneapolis, and Madison. How many tours have you been on thus far? Like five. Nice. So what's tour life like for you? <laughs> it's different every time. Like, like I'm sure it's not like Kyle, like Kyle's. Kyle, we love you, well, buddy. The last tour he went on, they did hotels, which he hasn't always done. He's done like all different variations, but that was like, I feel. So some people do do that. I've never done a hotel tour, but there have been maybe like two tours where I had to at least one night get a hotel because- Do you go by yourself? No, I haven't done that yet. The first tour I went on, I went with a punk band called The Vulnerable. Okay. okay. And we took like a minivan, someone's mom's minivan. We couldn't even bring a whole drum set. We had like, we <laughs> oh, took wow. one of the captain chairs out and had like the drummer like laying on everybody's stuff. And <laughs> oh, we had like a hi-hat and like a snare and like a splash. That's cozy. And then like one bass cab. I think no, I don't. They didn't bring. Maybe I don't. I think they just said not to bring the bass cap. So like just everyone's instruments basically, and we use other people's gear the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. And I was playing solo. I was like a stowaway on there too. Where yeah, they, like, sure. Uh, my friend Mike like basically forced me to go. I was like very nervous to go on that tour. It was ten days, and there was like six of us in this minivan. It was wow. ridiculous. 
And I was and so slept nervous. In the fucking van. I slept you? in the van. I no, couldn't. everybody else slept in other people's homes. Okay. But me and Tino, the um, I think he played guitar in that band. I actually, it's been a while that since I like they're not a band anymore. But he and I like slept in the van because both of us were kind of sketched out to sleep in other people's houses. Because yeah. I don't know, but now I always do. Now I would never yeah. sleep in the car over someone yeah. else's house. I'm like used to that now. But like when I first did it, it made me nervous. And one night we stayed like. Uh, at this cool dude's house. Like the first time I went on tour, I had this whole, I had like attitude where like I wanted to, I was like very nervous. I was like, I wanted to get good sleep. I was like, like, cause part of touring is usually like, there's some kind of schmoozing that goes on. Like after the show where you go back to that person's house, you stay with, and like they may or may not be musical. And like everybody stays up till like 2 AM talking yeah. or whatever. So I was like very afraid to do that the first tour. So like, yeah, like me, it was sleep, bad. Guys. Yeah. So me and Tino, like we were sitting at this cool ass dude's house. His name's Jeff. And he plays in this Fuck band. yeah, Jeff. <laughs> I know. He plays in a band called King Django and like a bunch of other bands. And he's like worked with like the Slackers and Rancid and all this. He's nice. like a super Dude, I want to cool meet guy. Jeff. Can you introduce <laughs> Jeff me, Jeff? is a very cool dude. And nice. he has like a big garden. And like, so we went to his house and like Kill me and Gino stayed in the van that night. Like everyone else went in there. We're going to go shoot the shit with Jeff. And I was like, we're going to just like go to sleep. So this huge storm hit. And we were in this van and we had to have the windows cracked because like if you sleep in the van, it's like ridiculous. So like there's like wind and rain like intermittently like and we're just in the van like holy shit. And they're probably sleeping like babies inside. They're like, well, you shouldn't come in because it's probably just as dangerous for you to like try to leave the car like and walk in a storm. And we were like, Jesus Christ. So we just slept like that. And like there was one night we slept in someone's like farmhouse, but it seems like every time you like. cool. It was like, it was interesting, but I mean, it was really shady on the way up. Up, but like the house was cute but it's like every time you're on tour and you go to stay at someone's house it's almost it's pretty consistent like are you meeting it'll be these like, people it there? depends it depends or usually you know it's like a friend of sleeping. a friend or it's a band you played with or you know someone who lives in that city but one time I did stay with a stranger that I met that night the bartender of the bar but I was with two other people it was all kind of awkward but yeah um how could it not be it's like, well, and it's weird because it's like you go from zero to a hundred, like in regular life, like when you meet a person, there's like a process you go through before you like would sleep at their house or eat their food or use their shower or do your laundry there. You don't just do that. No. But like when on tour, it's like you meet this person and then you're in their house and there's their like, you know, graduation photo and their cat and like, you know, like mm. the mom, their mom's clock that they inherited and like whatever, <laughs> like their grandpa's old chair and like, it it's like, like onions. Yeah. And they're like, you know, it's <laughs> weird. My house like all the time and like, but they're always so nice. Like, oh, we wash these sheets for you guys. Like, everyone's yeah. always super nice. Or they'll cook. And, like, like most of the time, everybody's very cool. But it's usually, like, the, like, weirdest looking house on the block. Like, you'll be, like, I would say, <laughs> like, like uh, this se- is I would it? say seven, out of, seven times out of ten, we'll be on a street and be like, wow, this is a pretty nice street. Well, except that one house. That's a fucking creepy house. And you're trying to find, and they're like, yeah, it's the house with, like, you know, the broken lamp on. And you're like, oh, that's the house. And it's always, like. <laughs> so so <laughs> were, you, were you creeped out? By my house when you came in? Were no, you nervous? No, no. Were you nervous? I was kind of nervous to do this podcast, but not like not because of your house. <laughs> it's because like, of your uh, personality. Yeah. That was scary. <laughs> yeah, Joke. I'm just yeah, I was just kinda like, oh, I've gotta talk about stuff. I don't know. But no. um I don't know. So it's cool, but I feel like in general though, tour always makes you feel better about people. Like yeah. unless you get stolen from or something, like Fuck that. It's a pretty positive Fuck people who it's cool. thieves who steal so, your shit. You are getting ready to go. How, how big of a tour are you going on? You're embarking on like 
Isn't it? Is you said it, in so June? It, June is just a weekend and July is just a weekend, but in September I'm going on a two week tour southeast with my friend Emily. She's a singer songwriter too. Nice. And so we'll be going like down through like Kentucky, Tennessee, and like Virginia and the Carolinas and then up to the like into the east. So we'll then we'll come nice. back down through Philly. And so stuff. so who is booking this? Are you booking Me. it all yourself? Yeah. The two week tour How are you doing? Are you like Doing a bunch of research on venues, or you've talked to people about what venues a little are good. And are you opening for bands? It's well with uh, the two week tour. Emily's been on tour several times, so she and I are like kind of splitting the dates up. Plug her, Plug Emily her. Rose. Emily Rose is great. She's if she's been singing and songwriting for like. I don't know, maybe even like 10 years or something. She's got like a bunch of Detroit Music Awards and she's very like clever and her voice is really beautiful and she plays intricate like guitar parts and uh, I don't know, I think she's a very like smart and talented person. uh, Maybe you can pull some strings, get her up on a shark cast, you know? Sure, I'm sure she, oh, she would like, you'd have fun with her. She's really cool. Nice. She's, like I said, she's like, she's like super intelligent and like uh, fun and like, I, I like her a lot. I'm really glad we're going on tour together. Cool. Sounds awesome. Cool. And, uh, but yeah, so we're splitting those dates up, but the other ones I'm doing either through like, like people that I've already met on previous tours or recommendations through friends or other touring bands that I've hosted in Detroit. They like helped me nice. like pick a venue or. So awesome. I do it my, I do it myself. So you got to do it. So what is. I know this is a terrible question, but it's it's something that has to be asked. Like, what's your songwriting process like? It's different every time. Of course. I think sometimes I will have a melody in my head, uh-huh. and then other times I think of melody and words, but there's no guitar part. So you think about the melody in your head beforehand, and then you play the... Sometimes. Other times I'll be like jamming on guitar and I start singing. Like it inspires me to do start writing. Do you sing writing. words or do you think... See, when I write songs, I, I, I call it, I'm speaking in tongues, but I'm not, I'm just like singing whatever the fuck lyrics. It can be like that. Yeah, yeah. But, and then it becomes something I'll like usually record it on my phone. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I'll be like, mm, like that. You pick through Like it. that one word works. And then I like it, it, it builds into something. And also, I'll, I'll sit on like, I'll play a lick and like, I'll have a little part of the song and then I'll just sit on it until something else comes. Do you sit on them or do you? Do sometimes, you... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, sometimes I'll just get one line where I'm like, that's good, I'm saving that. And I'll like put it in my phone or write it in a notebook or something. And like, I'll collect little blurbs and then they'll come in handy later if I'm playing like chords. And I'm like, what would be good here? And I'm like, oh, those lyrics I wrote like four months ago would go perfect here. Or, like, um, there's a song on the new album uh, What's called, it called? This, this Song Is About You, the Dirty Cowboy song. It's a good one. I wrote that song in the shower, like, in one, like, fell swoop. Like, just it That's all just... a good just, one. Really? I was, like, singing in the shower, and then I was, like... What's the new album called? Song. Is it... Insomnia Slumber Party. Yeah, that's Slumber what I mean. Party. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We're it's just trying out. to plug you. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. And where can we... And where can anybody find it on? Insomnia Slumber Party is available on Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, Apple Music, <laughs> and Last FM. Wow. Mm. There you go. Wow. Google Play as well. Add a girl. Now, who do you do your production through? Is it like, do you use CD Baby or do you? Yes. Yeah. Well, not production. They do distribution. CD right. Baby. That's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, it's fine. Yeah. And I do all the design work. So like all the album art and the nice. disc art and all that stuff. You did the album art? Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. All the Very albums cool. I did the album art. And so you're DIY as fuck. I am. I am. Uh, 
Well, like I said, but you know, it's like definitely other people always are there to, to assist. Uh-huh. Like if like with recording, like Steve Gualdoni, just plug him. He recorded Insomnia Slumber Party and another album I have called Martyrs and Misfits. Mm-hmm. And I recorded, but he mixed my Christmas single. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. You have a Christmas single? I do. It's called Christmas on the Rocks. Oh, I, I saw that Christmas. on Apple Music. I love Christmas music. It's on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, it I was on a <laughs> DUI Records did like Christmas a Christmas music. compilation that that was on. Nice. So oh, yeah. Carmel brought us. She's the only guest that brought us a gift. Look, <laughs> Cam like brought dying. us a gift. That oh yeah, he yeah took we back. Lied. He it's took. They're wilting now. We had to put them in water. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Scott also brought us. You'll a bunch drown of beer, them though. Put them in my cup. There's less water in my cup. You don't want to drown them, because that's actually Is a thing. Is it gonna drown them? You, that's a lot of water for those little, little puppies. So like, put, mm. put, put it in. There. I don't want to ruin she's, your. Water, I, okay, though. she's singer songwriter and botanist. Yeah. And, oh, no. <laughs> well, my mom and my brother are both. My brother's like a chemist. Like he's super into like. Um, that does smell very like nice. Like gardening and like mixing different fertilizers for gardens, and he like studies like the soil and like the elements of the soil. Like my family's like crazy into like. I might want to pick wow. his brain. I got a garden right he's now. Insane. I don't know what I'm doing. Is he? They both. My mom is like a major green thumb. He's like a very cool. like a plant person. I, I wish I had a nice garden. I don't. I have the space. You have a great garden in the backyard. What are you talking about? You have weeds <laughs> and long grass. Plants and- are cantankerous, you know, sometimes. You got to know how to treat Cantankerous. Them. What a fucking verb. <laughs> you guys, let's eat some candy. Let's do Shark Cast Review. Yeah, okay. let's do All a Shark right. Cast Review. You got to hand it to They're us. They're already behind you. Dun, dun, dun. Boom. Wow. This is so anticipating need. Eminem again. Eminem again. Okay, so originally we were going to do a oh, snickerdoodle snap. hummus from Oasis, but Jeff hummus. fucked up. I forgot. And didn't get it. Good job. It so now we're going to eat. It uh, To me, it sounds fucking insane. Carmel, well, you're not making it, me sound. Look at you're not making me sound like, have, any like a bean. It's like a neutral flavor. So it's like a tortilla, right? But, but then with the snickerdoodle, snickerdoodle, there's like snickerdoodle. cinnamon. So it's got like, it's like a blank canvas for the spice, you know? I okay, feel like so you could you go either way. would have been into it. So you fucked up big time. Dad. It's like a buckwheat pancake. If A buckwheat pancake is like, it tastes like nothing. You can make it soft, buckwheat like savory or sweet. Is a funny word. <laughs> um, okay, so I got the fucking all the ca- caramel. Caramel. Notice the, ex- <laughs> Notice the extra A, caramel. I was actually caramel. really self-conscious about this, and I was like, dude, if I call her caramel. And <laughs> so what? Like, These are just crazy M&Ms, Jeff? Yeah, and uh, uh, so me crunchy and my, espresso. Me and my crazy. mother went to uh, uh, Kroger and to find the fucking crazy hummus. hummuses. And we, uh, is it Hamai? <laughs> Hamaisis. <laughs> and we couldn't find it. And she's. So these are, this is cool. I didn't know. That so they're all are great. we going to rank them by okay, yep. not as one cool through as four? the fucking hummus? We'll, we'll rank, uh, fuck it. We'll just rank them all. See what's the one's the best. Or right. should we, we'll just eat them all. I don't know. We got four different things to try here. Is yeah, this we'll like, just eat no, one of like product this, placementing? Let's do one at a time and see wanna, where they produce. If they want to, you yeah, know. Yeah, we'll, we'll try one at a time. So we're going to try. I'm going to write them down. The Crunchy Espresso. Okay, Crunchy Espresso okay. first. Did you say Espresso? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm taking it out two? of your hand. Do you want two? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. 
So, Sharkcast review is a scale from one to ten. One being the worst thing that you've ever had. Ten being the best thing you've ever had. So we're gonna rate each one, and then we're gonna say which one is it's our like a solid favorite. seven. I, I'll give it a, seven. a solid seven. I'll give it a seven, it too. Solid seven. If you do not like the taste of coffee, it may not be the best thing to you, but they did take the edge off the coffee flavor a lot. It mm. almost had like an incense-y feel. It was good. Yeah. It's weird with wine. Oh. <laughs> Why are they so big on that Caramel. one? Caramel. See those first ones? Oh, we're doing caramel? Wait, 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 wait. Were you already getting one out? Well, no, no, no. no. Let's do caramel. Please, please, you're the guest. Hold on. Crunchy espresso, real quick. Yeah, well, let's talk about crunchy. I don't, I don't think I could eat a whole bag of these. I don't think I could eat a whole They're bag a of these. They're a lot. Yeah, oh. I feel like I could enjoy I could smoke this. a whole bag of these. Are you kidding me? I'm going to give it a good, I'll give it a six and a half, seven. I'm going to give it a six. I'll give it a seven. I because like, I, love I don't think I could eat a whole bag of that either, Josh. It's like too much. What if we say six and a half average? Okay, we okay. can do that. So we got a six and a half average. Now, here's, okay. the, now here's the Carmel. This is the well. Caramel. Hold on, Carmel. Which what did you give that one? You you gave that one a seven. She uh, gave yeah. it a seven. Yeah. So we're about six and a half. Which one's it? This is the Carmel. Okay. okay. Texture's bad. Mm-hmm. I like the texture. Too chewy. I like the texture. Look it up. I like this one much better. I'm, Do you want multiple? <clears throat> yeah. You got on the fence on I the mean, Carmel one. <laughs> like I'm a, sorry. It's like okay. Eight. It's like a four and a half. Damn, she doesn't like the. It's got your fucking not your name. I on like it. the flavor of caramel, but I don't love this mode of caramel. You, you would rather take your caramel. I like those in a better than mode. the. I can eat a whole bag of those. I'd rather have my caramel in the form of a Twix bar. Or do you Reese's remember plus with caramel? Do does anybody remember like the square, like the caramel squares? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The caramel square. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, there's just little squares. With Rolos, Rolo, Tony uh-huh. Brown Town, <laughs> F Dork. Give me some more. Give me some more. I love them Rolos. Rolos. Is that, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say four and a half. Yeah. Okay, four nice. and a half, Jeff. What did you the give the caramel? The flavor's not bad. Um, the caramel. Um, here's the. What is this? Mix? Seven. Easy. Oh, I, can't food, even I feel like up. food is an experience, <laughs> and I didn't have a good experience with that caramel. Like the the texture the, threw me off immediately because it was way different than the espresso. Maybe that's why compared. Like I might be more of a light crispy kind of gal. <laughs> okay, this I'm is usually like, not in the mint shit. See, this is this is something I could fuck with. This is like I a thin like, mint cookie. I could fuck with this. Those this is good. like this is like Girl like, Scout cookies. What are they yeah. called? Thin mints. Yeah, thin mints. Delicious. Mm-hmm. This okay, immediately I like gets eight. a nine. Eight, nine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight or nine. Yeah, those, those ones were Which one, good. Jeff? Eight or nine? Or eight and I'm half. giving it an eight. I'll give it a nine. I like this Eight one. and a half. I'll go in the middle. I like okay, this one stuff. I feel like I'm not going to like at all. Which one's this? Raspberry. Raspberry. Oh, God. Who knows? You may dig it. Oh, <laughs> I ganked your opportunity there. <laughs> I could like it. But we but just like the caramel ones completely different texture than all the rest of them so far. Okay. What if this just has a raspberry in it? It's old, <laughs> soggy. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Actually, not I kind of like it. <laughs> not bad. I think it gets a six. It was so funny because I went to the grocery store with my mom six to and find half. this fucking crazy hummus, <laughs> and she's like. Get the fucking M and M's four, and I was you like, like the full, 
<laughs> Josh is not well, a fan of raspberry. Phony, it does really? have a bit of that phony fruit taste. So I, that's why I say like. And I'm usually not generally you fruity shit like that. Oh man! Did you like that? Compared oh, yeah. to the other ones, think about your score for the other ones. Eight. Okay. Right. I'm like a six, five and a half, six. What did I give six. it, Josh? Uh, Danny, you gave it a six point five. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with six. So my least favorite espresso. I couldn't eat a whole bag of those. I couldn't do it. Lots more caramels. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I would say my favorite were the mints, maybe. Mm-hmm. The mints were good. The mints were good. So mints which won one by a landslide. The mints won. I'm I'm doing math over here. You guys nice. keep talking amongst yourself. <laughs> the He's mints the I thought word. were good. What's the worst? The espresso. I'm doing math, bro. Give I'm me sorry. <laughs> well, can you math faster? God, no. God damn well, it, Josh. What happened to your black eye? Is it like a bad story yeah. or is it like a friendly story? It's a friendly story. It's um. We like to wrestle. Yeah, we wrestle. Not, I didn't do that to him this time. I, although he's done good. it before, <laughs> I'm also like super prone to getting black eyes. Um, Wait, do you how? have tender skin tissue? No, I have tender eyes. He's got um, a tender body. This no, guy. it's not. No, <laughs> he's our tender. <laughs> he's pretty soft. <laughs> no, I I just always get it. I can turn around and I and I'll get a black eye. Um, <laughs> the wind the, blows your face too say. hard. <laughs> So it was friendly. He didn't get punched yeah, in no, the face. No, there was no malice not even behind too bad. it. There was no malice behind it. It just, it is what it is. And, um. Oh no, it's dying. Did we kill it? We should do a time lapse of. It dying? Of it di- wilting on. Water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <gin. it's> water. <laughs> I was like, what if it's like. Gin. But no, um. My black eye. I actually thought about it. Like, what if it never heals? Um, it's going to heal. <laughs> you're going to look so tough for the rest of your life. No, Daddy, you're going to look like a little bitch. You got some Soft injured boy. blood vessels in there. You're All right. going to be okay. You guys want the totals? Yeah, let's hear the totals for Shark Cash Review. M- what did you call it? Um, M&M-ageddon. Okay. M&M-ageddon. So the Crispy Espresso... Came out at a, uh, I'm going to round up a little bit, at a 6.75. Okay. The Carmel came out at a six and a half. Her name's Carmel, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) See what you did there. The Mint won with a whopping 8.75. Wow. And the Raspberry was six and a quarter. So what... What's the what's the so one two three four? Give me the uh, so from best to worst. Yeah, it's gonna go mint, caramel, yeah, like crispy espresso, caramel, crispy raspberry. Espresso. Oh, it's because the average out exactly like the heavy. Yeah. And that being nine. said, I have to s- just throw this out there real quick. This might be one of Jeff's higher scores for a rating. He gave the mint a nine. Yeah, I did like the mint. Yeah, Jeff is he usually a, mint a stickler. Nine. Like that means he, he hates everything. That means he would like. He's he's like I really liked it. Four. Yeah, that means like Jeff would wear a suit of mint M and M's if given the opportunity. No, I just buy. I just I would just buy it. Okay. I don't know. Um. So Sharkcast review. We're gonna move on now. Mint one. Mint one. Those are Those like thin good. mints. They're like thin they mint Girl Scout cookies. And I've got them over here, so I'm going to eat the rest of them. Nice. Okay, let's not eat on the podcast, though, please, guys, because it drives me nuts. 
Well, you're going to be hearing all that crinkly, crunchy. Yeah, well, for the review, but now they're going to... Josh likes to eat Cheetos on the podcast. I am so good at eating Cheetos <laughs> on the podcast. I've been eating Cheetos in so a good. long time. Why not? You're so good. Okay, current events. Current events. All right, I got you. I, you got one? Or you, you, can go, give, okay, you can go look, first. I don't know if this is really current, but okay, t- type this in. Go to YouTube. There. Noise. Does it learn? Self-lacing shoes. What? Um, Have you seen these dumbass fucking shoes? Of course. <laughs> the top not, one? Not those. They're like new. Keep going down. I saw them on Facebook. I What's think wrong those with are Velcro? Those. What's wrong the with black. Velcro? Like, no, up. Right there. Digit I think. Soul. All right. Digit sole self-lacing shoes. These, in my... Like, you can... Go on your phone. You, it's like an app, and you fucking Jeffrey, you motherfucker. <laughs> you want he's another like, black? Guy? He's like, shh, don't tell. The crinkling is like undeniable. I know. And then, <laughs> damn, look at this Digital. bad boy. I don't know if these are the Digital same ones that I've seen. It could shoes. be those. Oh no, they're the same. Is that self-lacing? Because I feel like that's just a hydro. It looks like there's like. Are these the dumbest things? Yeah, like how how much does it take seen? to break that shit? You know, what? honestly, I look my at shoes look on. at this. You use your phone, to, like just tie your shoe. Like who these? What if your phone <laughs> tie your shoe? It you, is pretty stupid. You have to charge the shoe. You do. I so mean, with a it's USB so much charger. trouble. Like, isn't it less complicated just to tie the shoe? Exactly. Hold on. If you, the shoe dies while you're wearing it, it explains it. You can just pull, you. There's like a button in the back, and you can a pull trigger. It okay. At least you got that. Just in case. Just in case you have to tie your own shoe. I just like the idea of like. There's okay, a, I got to stand by the wall. What the fuck is this? That's a heel. It's a oh, it's a look at the heels going up. What? For sexy ladies. Yeah. So if you want to like be bad more uncomfortable. Lately. I don't know. Badly, badly made. made. <laughs> it looks like it's bad yes. made. <laughs> bad made. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't. Um, yeah. Stupidest fucking thing I've seen today. That's pretty good. Like you you go on your phone and you like can change the setting on like what color your shoe. Well, okay. Well, and, and like an old put town be like, you can't even tie your own fucking shoes. I don't know. Now to. it's like, you damn right. I can't. Who would buy those? I think you'd be surprised, People dude. who are just real stoked about technology and want to be like, oh, let's try it out. See, I'm pretty damn stoked about technology, and I'm going to say pass. What yeah. about those people? This is like something that like, because I've seen them, and they're riding those hoverboards. Like, just walk. <laughs> yeah. Just walk. Where they're riding them down the street around you here. You look stupid. Honestly, I saw like a group of girls once, like all on them, like three girls. It looked like they were like vampires hovering. Like <laughs> I couldn't floating. see the hoverboards, but I knew that had to be what was going on. But they were like like or, walking in front of my car, just like in a group, like of floating uh, teenagers. <laughs> it was so creepy. Awesome. I don't know. There's like you know, technology be, is cool, but it it can be some of the shit is dumb. It would be fun. A hoverboard would be fun to ride for two days. I feel like I'd eat shit on it immediately. I've done it, it would be brilliant. You know, my mom and I were at the doctor once, and there was this little girl on the floor with like this book, and she, her mom, like really wanted her to like play with this tablet because she wanted her to like leave her alone. She was like, just play with Ugh. the tablet. So she couldn't get the Wi-Fi to work. So her mom's saying, like, like messing around with this tablet for like a while, and like meanwhile, like this little girl just like 
picks up a book and just starts like reading the book, but she can't really read. So she's like making up her own story, like looking at the pictures, That's like adorable. talking to herself. Fucking and her That's mom awesome. is like while she's doing that, her mom move. is still like messing with the tablet, like trying to get the tablet to work. Yeah. And telling her, like, like, hold on, just stop, just stop. Like, I'm gonna get the tablet. And their kid's like, dude, I don't care about the tablet. I'm yeah, looking at I'm these kittens in this book making up a story. Right. And like it's kind of just like it would be so much easier if you just like let your kid do it. It's not like she was bothering anybody. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, and, and okay. Why does the parent not know how to get the tablet to fucking work? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different conversation. The parents, me. Well, kids and are more tech savvy. I, like the kids I teach will always be like teaching me things about technology that I didn't know before. And I'm yeah. like, oh, interesting. Okay. Well, here's the thing: is uh, you look at something like uh, a toddler knowing how to use a tablet, and like. In this day and age, you're like, fucking A, dude. That toddler's a genius. Like 10 years ago, you'd be like, that's bad parenting. See, I think it's yeah. like depends on what they're using it for. I feel like it's good they're, for- They're just watching YouTube. Well, not necessarily. There's like game, like remember the Leapfrog? Yes. Yeah. Leapfrog, I felt like was a cool thing for kids and they learn stuff and- But like it's, it's, it's become- It's different technology It's though. different now because it's just like- the parents will just give up their phone. Like here, just play on this phone and shut up. Yeah. Like and, I like just do whatever you're going to do. Just the attitude is different. Like I feel like, well, like we were talking, I think on the break actually about how for some people, they think that like talking to people or introducing yourself to people, like sure. politeness is more irritating than just letting people Which go about their business. Crazy. No, that's yeah. fucked up. I, I, I honestly do. I'm, I'm, I'm still standing by that. I that's think it's a up. modern thing in a way though, or like just certain, it's also like cultural, I guess, depending on who raised you and where you grew up or, or whatever. Um, but I think that there's some kind of degree to that in society in general now where like with it's like, very cold. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not yeah. going to go ahead and say that it's like that, like as a whole. But I just think there's maybe more of it. I mean, where people are just more concerned with like what's easiest or like, I don't know, like I don't feel like dealing with that. Just do this. And yeah. like their kids are like, like I, I it's again with the kid thing. I saw like a little girl at the thrift store with her mom. And she was like, oh, can we go through the book section? Like, can we, I really want to get no. a new book. Her mom was like, shut up. Just sit down and just shut up. You already have a book. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, her kid Why? was so she's like, mom, mom, can we please? Like, the cutest, nicest, like, I want to read a book, kid. A book? What a cool kid. Like, not only was You she, have enough fucking books on her, your Kindle. She goes, she goes, you have a book. You already have a book. A book. A book. Like, <laughs> and I'm not saying, that's probably, that's not even like a statement of the time so much as just like a statement of certain at kinds the, of people that exist. Poor parenting. Freaking thrift store buy the kid a book I just thought that was insane what's it cost a buck in her defense though I get where if you're always with your kid and your kid just talks to you constantly maybe she was in a bad you know maybe it was a bad day or something she might not be that bad always wants something yeah, like I get where maybe she might not be, I don't know, giving her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why you could be rude to your kid, but uh, but it just seemed weird to that me. Just that just seems like a weird yeah. one to get upset about. Yes, and like, I don't know. It's just like, I read this article that said that um, like there are, like I've never seen this, but like that sometimes like children will go up to like screens and want to like, um, like flip the pages, interact with them, and like, but they don't work like that. Like a touch screen, like how when you're in a touch screen, you can slide the screen, so yeah. a kid will look at a book and like not understand like 
what's going on. Like, like that, you like have to do it like this. Yeah. They're saying that like the tactile motion of like grabbing the page and flipping it. It's like a certain, like that it, people who don't do that have a different neurological pathway that grows because like most humans have done that. Like since books were created, we yeah, did that obviously yeah. before books that didn't happen, but, <laughs> but like, so not that it's necessarily tablets. bad, but it is different. Exactly. My mom always says that. Um, so like they're saying it makes a different kind of pathway and the like, or just in general, that screen, like the led in the it screen, draws you it, like sucks. A fly. The brain, it does a different fly stuff to your brain. Light. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's not, I wouldn't, I don't think it's great for kids to get a ton of like FaceTime with that stuff. But like, yeah. I do think it's necessary though to expose them to it just because it's such a it's, part of the society. Oh yeah. Sure. It's only but, growing. But I mean, I don't know, but it's, it's complicated. Like how all that works. Like there's just like, everything's a double edged sword, you know, like every, um, advance. I wonder if they're saying that shit about Books. Now, I mean, no, it depends no, dude, on the, it depends on the there's, book. There's like, are you like asking probably like, the comic are, are books? They books. probably were like, this is gonna rot your brain, kids. Um, actually, with comic books, it, that's for a different co- podcast. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, it's it, it's actually deep inherited with comic books. Um, I really like that shit. Uh, <laughs> but with books in general, with books in general, is I don't want to read a digital book. I want I tried to read I want I something can't do in it. my hands. I tried to read a digital and book I don't think, and I can't do it. I, can't I don't do it either. think the digital thing's going to I can't do it. I don't see that within my lifetime. I don't see that overtaking having something physical in your hands, having the essence and the feeling of reading a book. Well you it, you could feel it you can like it's sitting on your shelf you know it's there. You can look at it if you want. You know, it's something about it just being a I'm, folder on your computer or I'm in fidgety. your Kindle. I'm fidgety. So when I'm holding the book, I'm like bending it a little bit. I'm playing with yeah. the pages. Yeah. I'm supposed to bend it. Yeah. Bend it, dude. And bend if, I'm, it. if I'm sitting there with my iPad and trying to read, no. I... Yeah, I go on God, something else. I get so tired so fast. The I'm light like, is unnerving too. The, just yeah, stare the at. light's bad and just the whole, I don't know, the experience. Some people are like well, really and, sold on it. And you can do just it. like go on to something else. Oh, just watch See, the I video don't get, too. I don't necessarily See, I, get distracted. Okay, the first time I tried to read a book, a novel, not a comic book, a novel on my, my fucking pad device. Um, I remember like I went to go like, sit in my bed and I turned the light on and I was like, that's stupid. I don't have to turn the light on. No light so needed. I shut it off and I like sat in bed and I'm like trying to read this thing. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. I have There's to turn something the light about it. That's like super cool the light on. though at the same time, because you can have a ton of books on your thing. You don't have to use the yeah. light. You, I had to turn the light on. I, I couldn't do it, dude. I like, I was like, okay, well, I'll turn the light on. I've had this talk with, like, with um, what I think is ironic is sometimes people who are, like, uh, environmentally conscious about, like, paper use will be like, well, technology is, like, a great way to save paper and, like, save trees, which is true. But also electronic waste is, like, one of the worst kinds of waste and most abundant forms of waste that there yeah. is on the planet. And, like, yeah. so it's, like, this weird... It's just, like, how is, recycling is there, isn't good for the environment either in the fumes that it makes to melt the plastics and all that stuff. But it's, like, I mean... I mean, I guess to recycle is better than to not, but, I mean, just if people consumed less and reuse things more, it yep. would be better than recycling or, like, 
Um, it's like, but I mean, you know, what can we do? We have all this stuff on the planet, so what the heck? But yep. with technology, it's just like like constantly changing. So people are discarding these things, and they end up in like piles of like crazy like electronic waste in like Thailand or yeah, whatever. That shit doesn't like go into the earth like a book would biodegrade. No, it just, just sits, sits there. there. And the old stuff like washing machine computers, like they and leak it's chemicals. Go old and it, it's the technology is growing so fast that it's like, oh, this this iPhone. How many fucking iPhones do you, or how many phones do you have? Oh, how many phones have I, I had in my like life? You know what I mean? I have like thing. a shit ton of phones that are just sitting sitting around. Um, Josh, what is your current event? You had something? I, I okay. I got I got two quick things. One. How deep are we into this? Real quick? We're we're getting close to time, so I'm only going to pick one of them. Okay, pick the best. Let's let her jam. Yeah. I'm going to pick the yeah, best. And then I want her to jam. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got a plan for that. Sweet. If you want to play something. To. Yeah. If you want to. Oh, if you something. want yeah. to. Yeah. Sure. So um, he'd be our first guest to jam. Current event that I have. Twenty uh, five year old guy. I hate him. Posing like he's seventeen. Like a. Like he's. He's like, what do you mean posing? Like he thinks he's 17? No, no. He's, he's acting and he's like trying to fool everyone so that he can kick ass in Wait high school basketball. Oh my goodness. I was <laughs> just about to say as like, I've oh been a 25 year old and I've been a 17 year old and never, <laughs> oh never no. would I like, li- oh my God. It looks so sad. Oh, oh God. Maybe we can revive it with some light tomorrow. There I'll you go. It, I'll there put it go. in the window. Anyway, so he's 25 years old, and he goes back to play in high school basketball, posing as a 17 year old. Me. How is he getting? It into sounds the, like the cat's the out of the bag, though. At this oh, point, well, yeah. At this point, yeah, it's game over. He's being sued, and there's a whole bunch of other bullshit going on. Airbuds <laughs> involved. I don't know. Yeah, How do you never sue like? Him, there, there's something, something weird. There's, all, there's more to it. So, uh, first off, his old basketball coach caught him. Recognized him and is like, wait a minute, I know. Okay, you. how do you act badass like dunking on a time. on a kid? I wish the camera could get you right now. Nobody sees you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Aww>. but here, <laughs> here's the other fucked up part. You ready? That was good. You ready for us? I guess. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Dating a 14 year old. Okay, so go to prison, you piece of shit. So he's 25, acting like he's 17 to relive some glory days that he fucked up on. I feel like 17 to 14 is just... It's a sign of the times. 17 to 14 is reasonable. 25 to 14 is reasonable. 17 17 to 14, I would say, is reasonable. It's three years. That's a you know it's a it's junior with a freshman. I dated in that age gap. That's yeah. I think that's appropriate at that time. But when you're 25, oh, I don't. That's fucked up. Man, I remember 25. Like, that's fucked up. When I was in high school, and like there'd be like college dudes Why at a party, you know, like 18 and 19 year old dudes, like 20 year old dudes, and like we're all 14, 15. I remember thinking like that was not that big of a deal. I was like they're like four years older than me, like whatever. And I thought it was like cool. And then yeah. when I was actually in college, and I went to like I got invited to like a high school party, like, and those dudes. It's like, I why saw, are you I was, there? I yeah. saw the dudes that yeah. like I went to school with, and they're like hitting on these like high school girls, and I'm like, you guys are like That's freaky. fucking weird. It, yeah, it is weird. Like 
And I didn't realize that because when you're young, you think you're like really mature and like that everybody who's older than you is like not that much older than you and like that you're pretty mature for your age. Right. So it's cool. But like once you're that age and you like, you're like, holy wow, I was like way different then. And it's right. like, how did someone, how does that work? Like well, how? And like the 19 to 17 gap, not that big, but it can cross some lines. Yeah. But when you get into like the 21 and 17 gap, you're getting a little bit weird here. Okay. Uh-huh. See, like I did date a 17 year old when I was 19. Yeah. But I, again, I don't think that gap's, it's, that's not weird. You just got out of high school. They're still in high school. I mean, I was out of high school and I was dating my high school girlfriend for a bit. Like, Did you play basketball with the high school? <laughs> I didn't. I, I played no sports. Jeff, I, did, do you Jeff think was, would do well? Jeff no. was awesome at basketball. No. He didn't have to no, go back and relive. I would, I if you were 25 and you were playing nope. with 14 Nope, old? they would have smoked me. <laughs> They would have just smoked me. Yeah, seriously. I'm okay so, with that's that. That's a good one, though. Like, yeah, I gosh, can't put that on a, a resume, one. like, good at basketball. Thank you, Sarah Smith, for that one. I, she she shared that one to me. Nice. Okay, so let's end this bitch. Listen to Carmel's music. Carmel Liberty found Liberty. Check her out. She's Check get, out her photography. Le- and Little Birdie, Birdie Productions. Productions. Yeah. Uh, we're on Spotify. You're on Apple Music. I assume you can find it on Pandora. <laughs> CD Baby does I, so much. With Pandora, though, I don't know. It says that it shares it to Pandora, but I it's don't strange. know If you look where. up your name, you'll find it, and then it'll play similar things. I've done it with our stuff, too. I don't nice. know if it like processed or whatever, where you can actually look my name up or, or what, or if I just show up in someone else's radio or yeah. whatever. Uh, I don't know. SoundCloud, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, oh, on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, there's... Okay, so I had like a weird thing happen where um, somebody made a fake SoundCloud with pictures of some girl that I photographed once actually, and then with took my movie? audio and put it on there. Interesting. And, they, and like so I she's was like, the new "What?" Carmel so someone did this. Check and, her like, out. I never like <laughs> no. I never publicized it or anything because yeah. I didn't want to like give it attention. So yeah. I'm like, so I had to like submit like copyright infringement forms to get the songs uh, taken down. Damn. But then I got nervous because I had a bunch of covers on my SoundCloud and I was like, what if they like check me out and they're like, dude, you like are like ho- covering other people. It's like you're basically pretty yeah, similar. But you're, you're selling you're yourself. Not, yeah, it's your voice. Can I, I, I like panicked though and I deleted like all my stuff off SoundCloud, like all of my music no. and all the covers except for this one Spice Girls cover. I left. The one. There you go, Carmel. What do you? If you want Carmel, be this has been. Why do you have numbers on your hands? Yeah. Oh, um, I went to a show last night and they wrote twenty one on my hands because I'm over twenty one. Oh, congrats okay. on that. So that's simple explanation. Good job. I, I just been like your hands. Oh, and that's weird. They should just X the X the minus. You would whatever. think, but they uh, put twenty one. Weird. Weird. We love you, peeps. Happy Check Monday. We were there playing cards at a loading dock On a milk crate in a sweet jacket Not really sure why you were even in the dream Cause we didn't speak but it was nice just to see your face I had a dream you had an umbrella tattoo It was green and it matched your piercing That you don't really have outside of the dream world I'm pretty sure but it's not like I've seen it We were laying there watching a movie I turned it off, don't remember what it was It was dark in my room But I could still see you Earlier on someone was taking my picture In the back of a church where they have catechism There was a bunch of weird figurines there I knocked one over but I don't think it broke What a stroke 
of good luck. There was a girl there who hated me in middle school. In my house wearing some sort of bikini. I'm not really sure how my brain came up with that one. But she looked much skinnier than me. How I wish I had more control of the dream than I've been spending a lot of time in the dream world inside of my mind. And when I wake up, it's hard to break free. Maybe I'm crazy or just really sleepy, but I spend a lot of time in the dream world I had a dream where I was in Philadelphia I took a train out to New York City I know this must sound like a cliche pop punk song where they hate their small town but hey one time I really dreamt that I had a dream I had to rescue a little boy named Toby who lived on the east coast he hid in the dryer because no one understood him but I did and we had an adventure this is the real world I said all the smells and colors drink it in there's a moon and stars and people in their cars and Inside their houses, memories are being made. Isn't it funny when the dream world is real? I wrote this melody inside the dream world. I woke up and I had to record it. Writing the song, sitting next to my dog, and she looks uncomfortable. Maybe it's too fast. I asked her what she thought. She said it sounds like Nirvana, but a lot like Blink 182, too. And the words make her think of Kimya Dawson. What do you call that? Maybe she's right. It's grunge pop punk played on the acoustic. I've been spending a lot of time in the dream world inside of my mind. When I wake up, it's hard to break free. Maybe I'm crazy or just really sleepy, but I spend a lot of time. Hey, I spend a lot of time in the dream world. Check, check one, two, syphilis, syphilis. Still works. Check one, two, syphilis, syphilis. Wait, who do you remind me of? Oh my um, God, well, Beavis or Butthead. One Chris Pratt. Chris no, Pratt. it's either Beavis or Butthead. When you do that, when you do the syphilis <laughs> thing. Oh my um, God, well, Beavis or Butthead. One Chris Pratt. <laughs>